privy to the the freestyle no. search that you were like doing on the intro leading up to this it's a shame but yeah it's a shame uh if you guys actually are feeling uh, a little bit of fomo uh do yourself a justice a solid if you will yes go and check out doc lesnar this is awesome y'all can get a little bit more than just a taste now available on all digital streaming platforms and we are over fifteen thousand streams and i'm having a hard time keeping them down american stream baby but other than that, we back. Yeah, Doc Lesnar, Hip Hop Hybrid. 100%. Quincy Jones Go, uh, venue owner here at the Creative Castle of uh, yeah. uh, uh, Kayfabe and catering. And it's quite regal here. Meaning I, I serve them yeah. and I write for them. Yes. I'll be ghosting these niggas. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, nah, but this is the Quincy Jones Show, man. And uh, we that do have some uh, some news, some review. A lot. Um, you know, obviously things changed a little bit uh, with the schedule. We had uh, Dynamite on a Friday. Yeah. Uh, which was like the go home, which to be honest, I wasn't mad at a Friday night Dynamite no. being a go home. That was kinda... I did hear it didn't fetch as many viewers, but it's kind of the same thing uh, that SmackDown has a hard time with, too. So I'm not really surprised by that. Especially Friday, right when things are starting to open back up. You know what I'm saying? Well, it was one of those things where when I was looking for it, uh, I think I didn't catch it till I think maybe ten, and I don't know if that's because of the the game that was still going on or what was going on. I'm, but it man. was like, yeah, it wasn't like the regular time, like the eight to ten uh, slide at all. Yeah, yeah, it, it's very interesting. Yeah, exactly. But um, you know, we also obviously we had a big pape this weekend. We, we did, we did, we did. Yeah, we'll uh, get into that. We but, will. Uh, we some more pressing matters as we jump right into the news. Yeah, I mean, uh, ironic. Or I hate to be, you know freaking you know i don't want to be entertaining with it when i say ironic that way but it is no. another wednesday many have dubbed this another black wednesday because yeah. uh out of nowhere i mean first of all we just came off like some releases from nxt and also some staff and other uh corporate staff yeah here and there mm -hmm. media but, departments all that you so know yeah, some consolidation going on mm -hmm. some some chess pieces moving on the board and now we're presented with a brand new list of names uh, from the main roster this time. Yeah, that have also unfortunately uh, suffered the same fate. Um, let me get the list here. I mean, there's yeah. some names here. Yeah, why you fetch that? I mean, yeah, Fightful Select basically they reported that uh, WWE was planning for more cost-cutting measures, and they had a quote an ongoing list of major names being considered for releases. But it was said that they started changing their minds on some of them. Uh, last minute, but uh, I believe you have the list here, right? It is mm. Buddy Murphy, yeah, Santana Garrett, mm -hmm. which I guess I mean, did she move up? I don't. I think she was still in uh, NXT, right? I think she. I mean, she. I remember she was part of the bunch or the batch of people that kept getting vignettes but weren't being featured. And really? Then okay. She started doing like. You know, a couple shots like oh, I'm working Charlotte or whoever. Yeah, just I was to, gonna you know say I, mean? I remember only like I remember she did like the the May Young Classic to take a L. Mm -hmm. uh, she she was a contestant in the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, she's done um, a lot of work. And, with and NXT. I do I do remember she did uh, she took another L for for Charlotte I think on a Raw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so she's on here. She's Buddy Murphy, Santana Garrett, Lana, mm -hmm. Ruby Riot, Alistair Black, crazy. 
and Braun Strowman. The craziest. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like it's it's kind of crazy. Like the way I mean, obviously, like my phone's been blowing up about these releases like all day between you know you, Mark, a few of my other friends who I talk to, other people who are like casual fans are like, "Yo, man, did you see this?" I'm like, "Yeah, three hours ago." Yeah, trust me. Um, but. I've been telling them all the same thing. I'm like, I, I'm not too sure what direction we see Strowman going in. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say he's kind of burned every bridge, but he had been kind of talking reckless about not only uh people like that. He was, you know, he made it a point at around that time when there was a lot of rumors going out about like the locker room in WWE. Yeah. Contacting the uh, AW or even remotely wanting to go to AW or to, you know just to take a, a conversation with them to get a better deal or. Just a better experience trying to do what they want to do. Yeah. And he was shutting that down. I remember he made it a point to kind of call out Lance Archers being like the bargain basement brand of yeah, him. And I remember and, that and, exchange. You know, he was talking some shit on the indies as well. So I, that's why I don't think like an AEW is in his Jump, future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean he, I don't even know to, if that's what he wants to do, to be well, honest. Well, he's also, I mean, even before then, we've heard about like the reports of some of his, you know, his conduct becoming, you know, uh, showing true. up late. Some of that stuff was hindering his progress of becoming champion. You know what I mean? Like there were times, a couple matches that we thought, I think one in Saudi Arabia where we thought he should have won and he got fucking <laughs> he got yeeted. You know what I mean? I think he got F5 to the floor if, I, if I'm if i not correct. You know what I'm saying? Well, so I mean, the, because he was kind of starting to, to, you know, be too big for his britches which seems a little impossible given the stature, but I digress. So, yeah, I mean, I think just overall his behavior and the way he carries himself, I think it'll be a curious how that'll play into who's eager to invite that well, potential I mean, problem. And, you know, because he's going to be high-ticketed, obviously. I mean, nothing's going to introduce that humility more than, you know, being... <laughs> pink slip i'll tell you the yeah. what you know what i mean I, but but i, I feel like it, it's and you know that's not me poking fun it's just it's weird you know this is the guy again who was kind of like really vocal about it like his brand loyalty even you know talking about you know anyone who would listen he was talking about like missing man like saved his life and at a time where he was feeling suicidal and stuff yeah. like that mm -hmm. and then only to get cut like you know what i mean and i mean you know, I don't think that the the behavioral uh, rumors or anything like that is an aspect to this cut. Um, no, I don't think so. I just but, mean uh, like posts, like if he tries oh, yeah, to shop. Oh, yeah, as far as perception. Yeah, 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 yeah like, I mean, I feel especially none of the uh, existing companies that aren't WWE are going to have the type of budget. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, I was which, about to bring which up means the, the not just production, too. but yeah, the con yeah, exactly. So yeah. they're not going to have the numbers to pay him because clearly he's a man well, who knows his worth. And, well, uh, see, I, I could see it be him ending up kind of like Ryback, because like Ryback kind of almost uh, yeah, blackballed himself just yeah. based on people who he kind of pissed off. Exactly. Who but, knew other people, other key people, which is why he's not like really doing anything right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say Braun Strowman's release was likely uh, most surprising to fans due to talent close to the situation. It didn't seem to be uh, uh, several that we spoke to said uh, that Strowman's contract signed in 2019 was a monster deal. I had mm -hmm. to put that in, right? Yeah. That it was very much, uh, you know, he knew his worth while negotiating with the company. His contract came down to the wire in the summer of 2019 and uh, was supposed to be signed well into 2023 for what WWE sources claim was over $1 million uh, per year. Uh, Strowman was said to have been very private about the uh, negotiations about the deal until it was finalized. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, in the sense of, you know, we've been hearing these rumors about kind of like the selling the company kind of rumors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, and I was also wondering, are, are they trying to make room for Brock Lesnar return? You know what I mean? Because can you imagine Brock's like, 
and I want that clown gone. Because, yeah, yeah, because like, I, this can only be. But but I like I I will still say it. I mean, I'm not the biggest Strowman fan. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I ended up falling out of love with the character because yeah. of how they booked him. So I don't blame him at whatsoever, right? Yeah. But it's like I can't help but think they should have pulled the trigger at No Mercy in L.A., bro. Yeah, of course they they, they definitely should have. And and I I always remember. I mean, that, that's the same thing I think with Roman and Cena, right? And that shit was like. Yeah. So, he kicked yeah, out of a, a avalanche AA. Okay. Okay. Um, just you know another I mean? Now he's a tribal pack. chief. Yeah. Look at him. But uh, I don't know. I think now at this point, you know, like you said, maybe some of the things he said, uh, I don't know. He, he may have burned his bridges, but I almost wonder what a guy his size, if he's just going to go ahead and go into the entertainment uh, side of things. I, that, that because, was another uh, thought I had, too. I yeah, because I was curious about his post on IG. You know, he's, it looks like he's on a bus with a lot of good brothers, you know what I'm saying? But most of which are not with the company anymore. Uh, himself included. I think the only guy we we're talking about the only guy in the picture is Bray, who's like not even on TV right yeah, now. Yeah, you got Joe, Good Brothers, uh, the actual Good Brothers. You got Hawkins, uh, Pack, who's with the other company, which is funny because you know, he was talking about that's about yeah. AW. You got B and team, then the B yeah. team, yeah. And he just said, "What a chapter in life." Hashtag thank you. You know, so it almost kind of has like, a like, like the next chapters fi- up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a huh. sense of finality to me. I mean, you know? look, hey, are we gonna pretend that he's not like you know a couple years too late to try out for uh, Game of Thrones? I yeah, mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying. He could be on Vikings right now. Like th- he, he got a lot of he got a look that he can he could play some people, but he might play. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. want to bog himself down and just being. I mean, but it could be a cool little payday. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, very much. So. I mean, he definitely could do TV or doing some something else. I mean, I tell me you wouldn't be like, hey, uh, how would you feel if like Braun Strowman uh, or formerly Braun Strowman, Adam Share, is now doing a a reality bounty hunter show. Dude, that would be it's, hard. I'm not done with you yet. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that would be the name of the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just it just him. But, you know, obviously, how they usually get down, get down with the reality shows in Hollywood. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, have, yeah. A, have a few workers. Yeah, no. Nah. Like, hey, man, I'm going to throw you into this. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I was going to say, another one that was interesting. You can do stunts, too. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, definitely, definitely. But anyways, just, yeah. he's yoked. You know what he's mean? not but, the only one. He's just, yeah. I yeah, mean, Alistair was another one. I, I was going to say, he was surprising because he had all that vignette work just returned, I think it was, what, Dude, last Friday or just, Friday prior? I was going to say, he just kicked uh uh, Big E. Big E's head off, and then now he's off TV. Like, oh, okay, how do we sell this? Yeah, yeah, like, what's Big E supposed to do now? Like, it's crazy. But uh, yeah. I, I do have a, his, his thoughts uh, on Twitter. He's going yeah. by Tommy in now. Uh, I'm gathering my thoughts as this was a complete left field for me, as obviously we just started the Dark Father character, and this was it. Thank you so much, WWE Universe, for allowing me to create and give you small bits of myself. Uh, and then Son, uh, I always say that Sean Ross Sapp, uh, he says that uh, I guess he uh, Alistair went on Thea's stream and claimed budget cuts was the reason he was given for the release. But uh, he also mentioned how Tommy N referred to the Alistair Black character as quote the devil with memory loss. He knew he'd done something bad but couldn't remember what, uh, which I thought was kind of cool. You know, I so. mean, it's it's even like that and the fact that he's pretty much paying for the sins of somebody else. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy because you know, I he got into crazy shape. Yeah, and then he comes in. You know, he comes through and hits the uh, you know the blackout. Yeah. And then it's just like boom, okay, cool. But then there's also the rumor that they rehired Zelina, and it's like, see, this is yeah, what leads that's me to believe so that conflicting. Maybe like, yeah. this isn't, you know what I mean? Like, kind of what we were thinking, like maybe this is something outside, yeah, of what that is. And, and they just ran with it just to Cause, cause control think, the narrative. Who can have you walk in with a bulletproof vest? 
yeah. in the WWE other than someone like a Rock, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know I'm saying just like, oh no, she's there at my behest. Yeah, um, no, you're right. You're right. And I mean, I, I'm not. To me, I'm not worried about Tommy or uh, Alistair because no, I mean, whether all. they're a package deal or if he goes to, you know, if he knocks at AEW's door. It's it's well, um, it'll work. I mean, he yeah. he was a one time NXT champion. I guess it was uh, he got signed in 2016. Uh, he did win the uh, Dusty Classic with Ricochet. But I mean, everyone knows he can go. I mean, he was one of the most enjoyable parts uh, in that era Dude, of I, NXT I, for I, sure. I, I still but, remember that uh, that Philadelphia Street fight with him and Adam Cole. Oh, dude, dude, that was like one of and, my and, favorite matches. And like, even the stuff with uh, who attacked him with Nikki Cross and yeah. all that stuff. That's oh, that, dude, that was that was with, making uh, you know Nikki. Ruby. And, and, yeah, that <laughs> stuff with Velveteen, where you finally said his oh, name man, and man. all that stuff. Yeah, finally I mean, have infamy. Yeah. It's crazy that they're both gone. That's, yeah, I don't know, man. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. He's not gonna have any trouble finding a home. It's just one of those things when you look back. I mean, because someone was commenting on this, uh, and, and I know we're gonna get into some uh, some other news as well right now. Yeah, but they were like, you know, the the commenting uh, on uh, the rumor about this New Japan potential working relationship, if this real or not. But someone pointed out they're like, dude, no one's in any hurry. To do a business deal like that with WWE, he's like, look what they did. Is like they totally wiped out the UK market with NXT UK. Yeah, they pretty much used Evolve for nothing in exchange. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, and I was like, these are facts. These yep, are yep. facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the only just, thing I was gonna add is uh, obviously Ruby Wright. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, man. Liv Morgan said the best. Whoever's lucky enough to get Heidi Lovelace, or you know her formal name. Uh, on their roster, you win. AEW, you better be looking out for that. I mean, she's only thirty years old. Uh, I mean, come on, you know what I mean? Like, like she, she, so anybody. I mean, I, I would hate hey, for I her to be wasted. Her versus uh, Serena Deeb might be really interesting. That would be. I mean, expe- we were talking about earlier how she kind of had to handcuff her moveset a bit once she came into the, uh, you know, the WWE or main roster system. I'll say, you know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, I mean, her release, uh, they said, seemed to shake the WWE roster the most. She was uh, said to be universally popular backstage and always commended for her hard work. So. Uh, same thing. I mean, Murphy, from what I heard, he yeah. was not in the quote creative forecast of WWE as of late. But I guess he pitched to tag up with uh, Blake again, but it got shot down. So. Which again, if you don't have a better idea or an idea already in place, then w- yeah. what are you going to shoot it down with? Like, yeah. there's no reasoning. Like, I mean, if it's a good idea, again, if there's you know the Damn. history's already the seeds already could be planted. They already have history there. Yeah. It's, it's he easy. signed in 2013, uh, said to be easy to work with and generally receptive to creative. So like, that's good. Like my thing is, I could see cruiserweight champ too. Yeah, I could right. see him. And 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 you know, I hate to say that. You know, I know Mark was like, oh, he screams like uh, impact. impact. But yeah. to be honest, like he would be great for their X division. Uh, yeah, he could be like their new Chris Saban. I mean, it's weird that you would think that they Even wouldn't. Chris Saban's they, <laughs> they wouldn't have, have uh, taken him in with the 205 live. Uh, roster that they insist on keeping but doing nothing with, even yeah. though they are going to be, yeah, you know, supposedly featuring them more on NXT. Is that you know that's what you know the whole new talent thing. I mean, because like, uh, damn, who, that's crazy. You imagine him coming back to face Kushida? Oh, that'd be great. <sighs> him versus Devlin. Him and Devlin would be great. Yeah, yeah what the fuck, up, dude? Like, I mean, uh, it, yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, I think again, he. He's an asset, I think, to anyone, anywhere he ends up. I don't know what, I mean, if he is going to be doing anything special on, like, a ROH or something like that. But yeah. I definitely, I mean, Lana, I mean, I think the the clear 
uh, you know, direction to go there would be yeah. obviously to join to join Miro. Yeah, all he said was, uh, "You can't soar with the eagles if you're hanging with the turkeys." And you know, I, I, like I, I mean, I'm not mad at it. It's true. Strowman, I mean, uh, a friend of mine, shout out to Joey yeah. GCF. He said that uh, he sees. He said he should uh, go to New Japan and be the new Scott Norton. Yo, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, he should go to Japan actually. I he think he, so, he makes he, he I mean I don't know how long he'd want to be out there, but yeah. Because uh, I was talking to my friend Cap, shout out to Cap, John Smith, man. Um, he was like, "Oh, you think he's going to AW?" I'm like, "Um, because so, oh, he was asking me about." The, he said, "I think Samoa Joe and him would be great for AW." I'm like, "Samoa Joe, yeah, Braun, I don't think so because they already got a guy like him." I was like, "I'm not saying he's he's like you know better, yeah, you know because the, their booking of him is shitty anyways." But what what doesn't make sense to be like, "Oh shit, this is the guy that uh." That, that, that we have now. Yeah. But then this is the guy that already has, like, the buzz that we need. Uh, Sorry, sorry, Lance. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to take a back seat. Like, no, I, to me, that doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. there's not room for both of them in the company. Yeah, and I don't, honestly... It's either one or the other, especially yeah. if one's already had, like, some snide remarks about the company. That's kind of obviously one thing to take into account. But, though, you know, again, yeah. the, the humility will show itself if he's willing to... Yeah, to me... Not beg, but, you know, show that he was, like, kind of immature I, about it. I, I just don't... I don't want to see it. I don't well, want to well, see well, him... Well, the, uh, the main reason I told him, I'm like, you know, there's already this cultural standard, you know, industry standard that it's, like, you know, big... I mean, even in TVs and, 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 and uh, in movies, even when they cast guys that aren't wrestlers to be a wrestler for whatever, you know, one-off scene, it's like... Big muscular guys, huge personalities, or out of this world like like uh, characters, right? Yeah. But it's like, so if you were to put insert Braun, who does you know represent pretty much all those boxes checked, you know what I mean? But put him in 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 the AEW like roster where they pride themselves on being different and, and exclusive. It's like you're kind of just exposing how small your guys are. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I mean, I think to me the reason why is they're not doing shit with their big guys now. Nobody that, has that gotten was another over argument, yet, so dude, it's like, why add another beast? Hager's dude, playing heavy you know to Inner Circle in the yeah, field. yeah, and we'll get Warlow's doing the same thing exactly. So you know what I'm saying. Like, but uh, one thing yeah. I did want to say just before we change tunes because I know uh, uh, Kavita Devi, she was one of the people that was uh, rumored to be released uh, last week, but actually she uh, wrote into the Hindustan Times. Uh, she clarified she wasn't cut; she's still part of WWE. And uh, she's actually recovering from an ACL injury, um, and she's just supporting her family right now because uh, I guess her yeah. husband just got COVID. But uh, she's actually uh, in the process of transitioning into a ambassador role for probably the expected, you know, expansion in India. So well, that was something I thought that was first worth. First uh, off, uh, one of my favorite periodicals, uh, you know, the Hindu mm -hmm. Hindu news, yeah. as you said, you know? <laughs> Hindustan Times, the, the, yeah. the, Hindu, the Hindu Times. But no, I think um, first of all, apologies. For the the false uh, reporting, yeah. For that, um, obviously unfortunate, but you know, um, seems like she's doing okay as far as taking care of her family and you know doing what she needs to do. Um, but also, I think that's exciting that she's you know is looking at an ambassador opportunity. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, I think what I was saying to you off mic is you know she's kind of larger than life herself, mm. um, and just being you know someone from behind the ropes to outside the ropes and. Her also being a woman in that not only just the industry but just that world of you know the, the the world that she would be an ambassador for yeah I think that's important as far as motivation and showing showing like not only just like the the young girls but yo we got representation over here How, yeah 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 definitely <laughs> you better get in while I'm holding the door open you little scrappers like you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean for so real. but I for think real. that that's really cool man yeah um I, I do have a, a quote from a former WWE 
uh, talent, Mike Bennett. Oh, okay. Who obviously he's been on this road before with yeah. the, the release. He said, I promise the feeling of fear and hopelessness goes away over time and you start to remember just who the F you are. You are all insanely talented and I can't wait to see you guys and girls kill it. I like that, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, right now it's a weird time and it's weird because a lot of people have been looking at why these things are happening. Of course, like we said, these talents are being told it's budget cuts, but you know, you look at the billion dollar deals that they've had with Fox and the Saudi Arabia deal. There's money uh, coming in. You, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and the, uh, the Peacock streaming services, it, it kind of begs to differ, like, how is that the case? But a lot of people, I think it's PW Insider reported how um, they're, they're doing this because I guess the pandemic showed them how, quote, unquote bloated their uh their organization was and, and, you know all the ones that built the infrastructure that ain't yeah. us you know what i mean yeah but others believe it's more you know behavior of you know that of they're getting ready to sell a lot of people are that that's the big thing people are talking about fox is in the mix disney's been rumored for a little bit uh to want to add them to their streaming libraries i can imagine espn would be in the mix um, I, I don't know yeah, there a time, quite a, you know. Yeah, there was quite a few companies that yeah. we were talking about, and then there was some stuff that actually came through on the headlines. We're like, what is going on? Yeah, like, yeah, but the thing is, though, I think everyone believes that if Vince were to sell, he wouldn't sell the company without still having some sort of majority role or control. Yeah, the idea but is that they would still resume uh, operations, control of operations. Somehow, right? But yeah. the thing is, there's also something I wanted to bring to the table is there's some back, you know, kind of backstage stuff going on where, uh, you know, I don't, I don't believe his name is, what's his name? It's not, yeah, Nick Khan, not, not Tony Yeah, Khan. Nick Khan. Yeah. Nick Khan, who just, you know, he kind of joined the fold last August because he's the one that successfully orchestrated the yeah, move the, for the, SmackDown to the Fox. The new president, correct? I, I some I don't I'm not I, that might be his position I'm not too sure but he's the guy he got brought in because of that move so he's you know been with WWE since August I think he does have a role something like that but the thing is now his, you know people are talking about his power is kind of growing because he's now been elected to the board of directors which obviously gives him a little bit more uh, influence with the strategy heading forward with WWE so one might think that might undermine the expectations Does that of Vince's, give him, you know, expecting that give to... give him a, more of a majority vote since he's, that, like, That's the, what... It, yeah, that's kind of where I'm going. Like, I sheesh. wonder if that's something... I don't know if it's a takeover. I don't know what it is. But I, every time I see a picture of Nick Khan, I always think, like, what are you up to? It's like, a, you know what I mean? It's amazing what the movie Chairman of the Board starring Carrot Top could teach you later in life <laughs> about shares and yeah. majority votes and all this. Well, it's, it, it's crazy because world. it's being said with the current cuts, it was Nick that let the staff know, personnel know, not Vince. So, I mean, that, I think I that's mean, something that's telling That could so, also be know. something from like, okay, we're not doing the fucking garbage bags this time. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? maybe, like, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, that's wild. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. Thing, things is uh is quickly a changing. I don't know. I mean, quickly a change. You know, they say sometimes change is good, but sometimes it's, it feels weird because you're like, don't sell out on me now. Like, just just make sure whoever like, because you want to make it's one of the things like when you sell something that's like precious to you. Yeah, you're like want to make sure that the person you're selling it to is not just looking. It's, it's going to be in good hands. Like, yeah, that, and you're like, I know I'm just looking for for the bucks that I need, but I'm like, I want to make sure it's going to get yeah to get taken yeah. care of and appreciated. You're like. All right, just don't, yeah. don't. That's always a hard deal to maneuver. Though, uh, it's you know? it's weird, and, and which is explains why he's like, okay, you can have the name, but I still control it. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm exactly, saying? Yeah, it's, like, it's like 
It's insane, man. But uh, we, we did have uh, some more news uh, on the other side of the battlefield. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still kind of in the same vein of like releases. Uh, yeah, which is, uh, You yeah. know, with you know, kind of low key. You know, yeah. AW doesn't really make their uh, their releases uh, totally in the. Yeah. Public eye. Well, you know, I will which, say, yeah, yeah, I will say they they like to reprimand. They don't do the whole feature endeavor tweet. Or yeah, anything. I mean, yeah. I think the the most, I mean, you know, the most public publicity that they've had on a post is when they had to do something uh, punishment wise about the Sammy Guevara yeah. fiasco, right? Yeah, like, definitely. Anyways, man, um, there was a firing of a. Uh, I mean, I know this story got out. I figured this is how we can, uh, yeah. we can hit that uh, that note here. Mm-hmm. Uh, firing of a Spanish language announcer, uh, Willie Urbana, which yeah. uh, his name sounds familiar. I definitely remember him. Yeah. He, he did some of the Spanish announcing for Impact as well, or mm-hmm. TNA, I believe, uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, again, the story was uh, out there just because it happened uh, during. Uh, I believe when Fight was still broadcasting, so it wasn't on live TV. Mm-hmm. But during the Spanish commentary during Friday Night Dynamite, uh, yeah, uh, on a live mic, he was pretty much mocking Hikaru Shida's accent. Yeah, um, and I believe that was during that segment uh, when they were presented with the new uh, the new belt. Yeah, um, I, I heard it. Thunder Rosa was trying to tell him to stop and try to keep it lighthearted, but uh, Dasha was just like really like, "Hey, stop." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm glad because because uh, the thing is like you know one one banana affects the whole bunch. Like if, yeah. if you get man three you know three oh, oh that fourth one though is kind of beat up. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna buy that whole bunch. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, saying yeah. like it's it just it's that mentality. Yeah, I totally get it. Mm. But I mean also the fact that they did have that not just professional uh courtesy but just like hey dude like what are you doing because yeah that's the thing you know obviously the the Asian hate thing is a very sensitive subject right now. So yeah. I don't know if that's this guy's motive, but it's like, dude, what are you doing? It was senseless. It was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony did have a quote about this. You know, he likes to do his scrums. Yeah. Uh, he says, I didn't think there was any excuse. Uh, I was not happy. Afterwards, I heard what, what was said, and having our commentators involved with what was said about her, who I also apologized to, I thought it was best for the company to make that decision. So, Yeah, and she, she actually commented on herself on Twitter. She said, quote, uh, I didn't want to talk about this before my big day, so let me tell you now, I don't give a shit what other people say about my race because I love it and I am proud of it. And because I know uh, which is a fool. I don't even feel anger. So uh, don't need to worry about me with a happy face emoji. Thank you. Man, she so missed a golden m- opportunity to say, I don't give a shit up. Yeah, I think that might have been the day. That might have been Saturday. Maybe she comes. That's, hey, that's good for her. That's good yeah, for her, so. man. I mean, she's like, look, look, y'all. I'm finna take this L with pride. I don't give a fuck what you say, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, word, word. Willie, I better oh, not man. see you outside, my nigga. Yeah, yeah, seriously, but, <laughs> I keep uh, that stick on me for real. For real, for, for real. I keep stick. that stick on me. Kendo. We'll do a little clack clack. Oh man! Oh, man. But uh, speaking of uh, talents that are no longer with AEW, yeah, low key uh, releases. Yeah, you know, well, not actually not releases. They just did not. Oh, that's get true. Signed. Uh, awesome Kong and Shana, or Shanna, I should say. Shanna. Uh, uh, two talents that uh, were, you know, both I ones. Like she, yeah, I mean, she she debuted. I think it was October 2019, and she was from uh, Portugal, right? Yeah, and it kind of had that French Portugal yeah, like yeah, mix yeah. going. I 100%. remember she was, she had uh, she uh, she got. I thought she got over pretty well. She yeah, had really she, cool gear one time. She was doing like Dragon Ball and everything. That. She did, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but the last match she had was against Layla Hirsch in April. But I haven't huh. seen much of her. And then uh, Kong, she debuted obviously two years ago, Double or Nothing 2019. I remember that man. That was, yeah, that but was she crazy. got. Uh, I mean. It was 
was one of those things where it was announced, but they kind of like clarified, like, "Whoa, we never said she was going to be in ring. Like, she's one of our, our our coaches." Yeah. But that was on the back burner because obviously she had to, you know, Finish abide filming. by yeah the the glow schedule. But I heard glow up, did get canceled. Yeah, though. exactly. I was going to yeah. say, but you know, so I don't know what the status was well, on she, her at all. I, I, I said that after she became, you know, because she was part of the Nightmare Collective for a little bit. Uh, she had really that okay. whole. Well, you remember that? You know I mean, cause she oh, the Nightmare on, Collective. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm yeah. thinking about the Nightmare Family. Yeah. Oh, no. And so she was on screen for a bit. Then we, you remember, I With think we Mel. both remember she got like jumped out and we didn't see her. But since yeah. then, apparently she took on a pretty close role working behind the scenes on the Heels community. Oh, okay. That's so cool. that's what she's been doing. But uh, it's said that they AEW just decided not to renew their contracts rather than any type of firing or release. And there has been no explanation uh, as of yet to why. So, mm. I mean, uh, but, you know, awesome. Like we said, maybe she just wasn't. Uh, you know, doing the physical part of wrestling anymore. I mean, she's kind of had a decade of doing that. You know what I'm saying? She started out in Japan, came out to Impact, had what was that Impact for at least five years, right? Yeah, she had, you the, know, so. uh, what, a couple of months on the WWE before she had to leave. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I mean, it, it is weird that that Glow would be canceled because it, it had such a great reception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from what I heard, um, you know, because I know it's a sin to say this, I, I, you know, regret, regrettably didn't get a chance to catch it before it did get let go. But I heard nothing but great things about it. Yeah, she was dope. doing good work. I know Chavo was doing good work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, I, I got a respect for it. I got, you know, dropped some some glow bars yeah. before. But, mm-hmm. yeah, man, um, unfortunately. But like I said, yeah, Shanna, um, I, I, I remember that they had something to do with her before where I think it was during the lockdown. Yeah. So she wasn't able to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to America. It's kind of. I think it was similar to what happened with what was the name Shaza, Shaza McKenzie. Yeah, I think it was something like. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, or I could be talking about her. Maybe I'm just mistaking her Shaza and Shannon. No, no, I know she got. Uh, she got let go for sure. Oh, okay. I think early on pandemic, her and Priestley, and I think we did we yeah. talk about Priestley. Yeah, we did. Like she might be going to NXT or UK pretty soon. Possibly. We'll see, yeah. I, I mean, for, first of all, not to revert back to WWE, why couldn't they just have uh, Alistair in uh, NXT UK, but whatever. I mean, or just send him back down to NXT like he wanted to do. I heard that got slept on a couple times. He got I shot mean, down, but I probably mean, out of spite because of Zelina and yeah, all Y'all that, talking so. about, like, I mean, you know, they y'all ain't got the, the main roster budget for some shit, so it's like... Yeah. Y'all could have really just, you know, not taken a hit on him. Yeah, for real. So, I mean, see, but uh, like speaking, a, I was gonna say, speaking of additions, though. Yeah, we did. We, we did get a, you know, two new faces. Um, yes, we you did. Know, and uh, it's crazy because it was like, oh yeah, a couple days away from a couple weeks away from Juneteenth, we got yeah. these, you these always Nubian, <laughs> these Nubian. Print. You the only one I knew no that that knows how to squelch in the Juneteenth uh, joke. Uh, it's you, so funny, man. You trying you try to say I'm, I'm trying to tie in how What's proud I am of my African American heritage? Uh, uh, sure, <laughs> sure. And if Cody can do it, yeah, no, yeah right. <laughs> but now I will say though, it was surprising. Uh, not only I mean, you we expected somebody new in the battle royal. For the pay per view, we're talking about yeah. There's always the Joker, so we, yeah. we knew it was going to be. I mean, it's weird because but you, you never finger know. on the pulse. There yeah. was no one really that was like. I mean, you know, like, yeah. Besides, I mean, I think the popular votes were Andrade, Daniel Bryan, uh, and whoever else is out that yeah, doesn't have only, a no, no compete. I think okay. what two to th- yeah, I was gonna say two to three specific cases of no, of non compete. Yeah, and then there was just like 
you know, a few people that still had the the knock and plea clause that was yeah. still in effect. So one, we're like, well, one I heard was uh, Nick Gage because he's just oh, kind of topically no. relevant, you know, with the with the right now side. with the dark side and everything. And then I heard uh, Chris Hero. Curiously, you did you know? say that. Yeah. Which I mean, I don't know what he's been doing. I yeah. mean, I, I you know, I, I like Chris Hero. I just you know, I just know that I don't know. I like old Chris Hero. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I just, I don't know. <laughs> said, I, like, said, I like Chris Hero, not Chris Hero sandwich, god damn it. Yeah, I like Chris um, Hero, not Cassius Ono. There you go. I feel, I feel yeah. that. Yeah. I feel that. You know? But, uh, yeah, no, we got the Joker, uh, which was uh, the man of the hour. Well, it was Pentagon uh, at first uh, as he dressed up like the Joker. Well, so did Tim. Uh, I mean, he's yeah. got oh, that that's Joker true. I forgot about I think that. they just, you know, were like, oh, it's a card-themed like, event. You I have mean, a mask, I have a mask. Yeah, it's I'll cool. be the Joker. Yeah. I'll be but, uh, the But the actual Joker, or what? it was actually said to be the king of spades is what it was written as, but it was Leo Rush, man of the yeah. hour. Yeah, it was. Uh, I thought it was a really cool pop. I mean, the mouth. I, no, no, the people know? were really uh, excited about it. I mean, again, we got to, you know, I know we're going to get into the review here in a second, but yeah. Uh, the people definitely made a difference in the show. Like they really were showing love to Leo, which was a lot more than I expected. And yeah. that's not me saying taking anything away or saying anything about Leo. I just never know what the public opinion is on Leo because I find myself defending him more times than not. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever he is in conversation, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, definitely. Um, but yeah, I do have a quote from uh, Khan again via the scrim. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, "I haven't got pen to paper." But Leo and I have a handshake deal where he can work here and New Japan. He wanted to keep working here, and I think we've worked something good out on a handshake. I think he has a handshake deal with New Japan as well. That's what we've been doing, and it's been pretty good. I think it's a good way to work. So far, so good. Yeah, man. I uh, I saw on Twitter he, you know, someone had posted a video of him coming out the tunnel, and he, you know, he posted, uh, "Rarely am I speechless, but damn, did this feel good? The man of the hour is here." Hashtag awdon. Hashtag aw. Hashtag Leo Rush. And then he followed up with, "For those of you wondering, yes, me and Mark Henry had a long in-depth yeah, I did combo see that. last night. Looking yeah. forward to the future." So, which you know, again, I think I was telling you, of course, you know, when we get both Mark Henry and Leo Rush debuting yeah. on the same show, immediately everyone's like. Oh man, they're finally gonna have a match or straighten it out, you yeah. know. And it's just like, man, I don't think it's about that. But obviously, Mark has to. Mark yeah. has a radio show. He 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 has to put on a show. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? not definitely. But I, I don't think I'll put it like this. I don't see him freaking closing the door to have a box out match with Leo Rush and not affording Hulk Hogan the same necessity. <laughs> Courtesy, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, for exactly. sure. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that is great to, to hear that they did have a talk. I mean, I'd, I'd argue to say that he's definitely much wiser. Yeah. I, and at the same time, I'd argue that a place like WWE is just, it winds you up so fucking much, bro. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of mind fucks. There's a bunch of people who are bored that, that are, they like to stir shit up as well. So it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like you know, I, I don't no. blame him for for standing on his own and still standing. You know, it's commendable. I had to give it to him. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. And to be honest, it also proves that WWE isn't always the end all be all. There's yeah, no, other stuff it, out there, man. And, and so. I'm glad you say that because you know, like you said, he does have these on busted open radio, and he explained uh, the decision to leave because he said his deal was going to be up at the start of the year, and he told Vince that he wanted a position in the office and he wanted everything that came with it. And uh, you know, basically, Vince said, "Good, you know, just." 
write up the offer and we'll go from there. But he said at some point uh, he felt like he wanted to do a lot more. And then he started feeling like somebody was holding him back and he just had to had to leave, basically. And uh, when he had that conversation, Vince said, man, you know everything you need to know. You go, and if you feel like you need to go, I don't necessarily want it. But if you feel like you need to go, then go. I know you're going to be successful. Which is hard to think, like, you know, maybe he was like, you know what? I, I love you, Mark, but I also want to make, you know, make some room for some money. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of hard not to He's think. He's like, that. Mark, I love you, yeah. but, uh, pal, my heart don't pump yeah. Kool-Aid. <laughs> but, you know, maybe he thought he was going to come back and, and hit him with the world's strongest slam. He I was going to say, was well, a real, all of a sudden, he's, real... he's, trying to have the, yeah, he's trying to have that conversation. Oh, he's ribbing me again. Vince, he's like, where's the salmon suit, pal? Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah, I, exactly. But uh, uh, I will say, though, it is official. He is an AEW. Yeah. It's kind of curious to hear that he kind of got a blessing, kind of like I think Jericho got the same thing. Yeah. Big Show got the same. Paul White got the same thing. Uh, but per AEW, they did have an official press release. Henry uh, will serve as a coach, scout, and mentor within the company. Uh, he's also going to be an analyst for the hour-long show. I didn't realize it was just going to be an hour for AEW Rampage. And his deal is said to be a multi-year. So uh, that's uh, worth mentioning, man. Yeah, Tony, uh, again in the scrum, he said, Mark Henry and I are friends. And Mark told me he was available into two things and that I would be really interested in doing. Uh, I thought that would be really interesting because he's not only a good friend, but a really respected person in the wrestling business. Not just a great wrestler, but a great mind, a great scout, and a great analyst in wrestling. He gives his opinions on the radio, but he provides great scouting reports, and he really has helped mentor a lot of wrestlers in addition to being a great wrestling mind. And I think he could be not only a great on-air personality, but a great backstage influence. He's a great friend in person, so it's just great to have Mark in the AEW family. Mm. <laughs> That's great. It was yeah, great to announce great, it on such great, a special great. show. I was like, man, there's a lot of greats in here. I didn't. Yeah. So basically, uh, he's they're good friends. <laughs> <laughs> the world's this is, greatest this is, man. This is my black friend, Mark Henry. The world's greatest man. That's all. The, the world's greatest yeah. friend. But uh, um, I was, yeah, I mean, I think it's dope, man. I mean, we've seen him in the scrums, too, asking questions. Uh, Mark Henry? Uh, yeah, yeah. On he, behalf he's of Busted Open. So definitely been, been uh, on I can see side. how, they, yeah, they've rubbed shoulders, probably have had conversations. I'm sure not in the sense of contract tampering, but, you know, just loving the business. So who knows? You know what I mean? He seems like he's been wanting to see uh, not AEW specifically, but just another wrestling company thrive. So. Well, I know he's already getting equated with the backstage company because uh, his son was already in uh, Sammy. Sammy Guevara's vlog, jeez, and like yeah, did a bit with the uh, with the main the main gotcha. focus guys. Which uh, shout out to Young Fuego, man, Tornado baby, <laughs> Tornado. Uh, but yeah, the only other news I had, uh, actually, you know, I think you know we know by now, uh, Will Ospreay is uh, injured and is yeah. forced to uh, leave uh, New Japan for a little bit. Yeah, I heard it's a uh, um, back injury. He's going back is home it back? to rehab. Okay, yeah. I thought it was. I heard it was a neck injury. So maybe it's a neck injury. Maybe. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, not that I want one over the other, but if one's going to be less, uh, you know. Yeah. No, I get you. Fuck. Um, but yeah, so you know, I, of course, when I was uh, surfing for news, I see Kenny Omega responds to uh, Will Ospreay having to drop the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm thinking that this is some like belt collector type shit. You're right, right. It is neck injury. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but this is actually what he had to say. He says, and it, this comes with a response. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. Before I left New Japan, I pulled aside Ospreay and Jay White. I don't even know if I should tell this story, but I will. I told both, quote, this company, at least the Western expansion and the pride of the foreigners, it's all in your hands. They're going to look to you to carry this thing, and so you've got to do it. 
I said it to Jay and Osprey, knowing it was a likely scenario, but also hoping to light a fire under uh, under both of them. For Osprey, he really came into his own. He made a complete career shift, and he was going to be a fantastic champion. He made changes to his body, made changes to his style, his look, his demeanor, and became the person that he needed to be to be the champion mm-hmm. of that company. Unfortunately, becoming champion wasn't enough for him. He tried to fill my shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, so it's kind of kayfabe, kind of not, or mm-hmm. was, you know what I mean? Uh, physically, even though he is one of the most gifted performers to every stuff foot in the ring, there is one uh, only one Kenny Omega, and you can feel the and you can't feel those shoes. Thus, now his belt is v- is vacant. So perhaps it was always meant to be my belt and my belt alone. Mm. That's not me making a firm statement as to whether I'll make a venture out there. Just that there is no one there that can fill my shoes or override my legacy. Mm. When Osprey comes back, he'll have to reanalyze who he is and who he's meant to be because he's not meant to be me. Mm. Right, so uh, we want to hear this hilarious comeback. Yeah, this is from Switchblade, right? Jay White. <laughs> he 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 retweets the initial uh, uh, report of this uh, article okay. from Alex McCarthy mm-hmm. on Talk Sports. It says, you know, Kenny Omega to uh, to Jay White and Will Ospreay before leaving New Japan. This company, you know, the whole thing I just said. Mm. He he retweets it and just puts a ball cap as that's cap. Mm. Mm. That ain't that ain't that ain't true. You know how Jay White likes to like, like Jay White's trying. He's definitely trying to be the the Conor McGregor of a uh, of pro wrestling. Cap, <laughs> just, oh. it's just literally like a it's a ball cap. Like, That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so I I don't know what the intent was for this. Obviously, you know, they these guys they as much as they they get at Cornette, they kind of do the same. You know, twist people's uh, I mean perceptions I, of uh, you know storyline. I know. Look, Jay White can go. I just, it's just hard to not shake. I mean, when he came in with a trench coat and some of the stuff, the attire and the style, I remember even coining on myself. Kenny cosplay, like it just seemed like he was doing Kenny shtick while Kenny left. I think we you called him I mean? like even Omega Light. Yeah, you or know, no, what I mean? like the cleaner light gimmick. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, and so. I'm not saying he hasn't done his thing. He's done some remarkable things since then, since, you know, AW even started. And, and, you but know, it's taken me some time to get, to, I guess, yeah. used to recognizing him yeah, outside because, of that comparison. Yeah, because I feel like whereas I'm not watching New Japan as consistently, uh, I'm still seeing the noise that Osprey's making versus the noise that Jay White's made. You know what I'm saying? So... And he's and he has beaten some guys, but it's like Osprey's just making more noise. You know what I mean? So some uh, it's it's, some it's it's not a lie, but it'll be interesting to see if anything develops from that, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's you know, it's you know one of those. It's the reason why we do this show. Yes, sir. We'll <laughs> keep y'all posted. It's the reason why we we have things to talk about yeah. because I mean that's definitely going to be one of those ones that's uh, we're going to keep an eye on yeah, for that's sure. Gonna come back, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that's the news. At least that's all I got on yeah, my end. Yeah, same, same here. Yeah. Uh, besides, if you wanted to uh, announce the fact that uh, Mark McFly is a loser. <laughs> Hello, and, uh, <laughs> McFly. Is this thing on? I think loser. it is. Uh, you want to introduce him to the co-champs? Uh, co-champ, yeah. <clears throat> the best damn. I'm sorry, the world's greatest tag team. Him. <clears throat> you know, tied it. I think it was uh, six apiece. Was it know? six? Okay. It was six, six to five. Uh, oh, be, okay. That's okay. It was a triple. It was a triple tie. It, yeah. was, it was five, five, five. And then and you won that. That Okay. Yeah, we had to go back to now figure I remember. out who won the, because the, we missed the opening. Uh, Man, match, yeah. okay. That explains why. Okay. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> yeah, no, but your boys, the uh, Mega Towers, uh, go ahead and uh, crown us our newly minted uh, shared um, 
uh, predictions title, sir. We're not, we're not going to cut it in half, though. It's just, no, no, we're I not mean, doing the lay cool thing. You know, no. I mean, I'll keep it at, at the crib, three out of seven. You can keep it four out of seven. I mean, we'll, fi- we'll figure it out. We'll fi- we got you know a little I mean? time schedule. Yeah. You, you know, know I, I, we but, probably but, have a day that lines up where we're both off. We'll just, you know. I, I mean, I, I, we should get to it now. We only got about two weeks before we got to defend it in your <laughs> yeah, house. That's so. very true. Very true, <laughs> man. But, uh, yeah, we can't deal with the predictions, so F your pristine pick, sir. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, now let's talk about this uh, card, man, Double or Nothing, man. We just had uh, a, a hell of a pape, I will say, uh, for sure. And we kicked off. I mean, I I, I don't. It yeah. was definitely. I think what I'd said to you was it was uh, better than expectation. Definitely. I, I, I was I was just going to say, I didn't know if you wanted to say it now or at the end of the. Uh, you know, well, when you say it, it's a, it was a hell of a pape. I want to say, <laughs> say a hell of a pape, but I think the live crowd really pushed a lot of the action is what I'll say. It was they better. They did get the jump on WWE, yeah. right? Yeah. Because like bit. you said, like whereas I wasn't so much like ex- super excited for it because I knew none of the matches I wanted to see were going to open. Uh, it was like, oh, man, this is actually, like you said, better than ex- expected. But we did open Hangman Adam Page went against uh, the machine Brian Cage. The machine. Uh, you know, this went 13-04 it was uh, without the, uh, without the uh, entrances. <laughs> yeah, it was Brett Kircher. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, now Page got the win here, man. I mean, the whole thing was built around, hey, you know, yeah, you beat me. I was top of the rankings, but you ambushed me. Title shot, power bomb, got jumped. You know what I'm saying? Then you beat me. So can you do it without the help of your homies and your cronies, basically? Yo, bitch ass jabronis. Uh, yeah. And I'll say some of the pros for me was uh, the psychology was a bit indie-rific for me, which wasn't my taste, but I understood what it meant to bring that, like, to break the ice, you know, because for the live crowd to get, no, yeah, they, they pop for Hangman, they, the action was there, well, like, they, no, you know I, what I mean? They, like, they, they high-key pop for uh, for Cage, who, you know, they, they uh, he came out with, like, the robotic stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, you know, teasing, like, the whole Terminator thing. Yeah, which I thought was cool because it, it kind of amped the, oh, okay, we going this way. Like, like, like yeah, yeah, the, you guys are treating it like a big deal, then it's even bigger yeah, than us. W- which, which I thought that was, I think that was, that was my main point. It was, like, the way, I didn't mind that this match uh, opened up. I was interested in this match because I am a hangman mark. I, you yeah, know, I told I'm how it is. Um, I wasn't necessarily interested to see these two, but the fact that he has a, finally a pay-per-view match. Yeah. Cool. Oh, he's opening? Okay, I know what his usual performance level is like. Let's see what, what he does with Cage. And you know what? Both guys did not disappoint, man. They were really working with each other really well. I feel like they both knew what the goal was, and that was to set it off, man. And yeah. they, they kind of did. Yeah, um, man. especially, yeah, it's for a pape, like, you know what I mean, with the live crowd, the first one they've had. Yeah, that, that was, uh, that I was mean, smart. I did like uh, the post. I mean, she got busted the fuck open. I don't know how, dude. Yeah, I was going to say, too, like, I like this, this sort of slow move for Cage away from, uh, you know, slow dissension from Taz, you know what I mean? But... Uh, for me, the con would be like, uh, like I said, it was a little too indie-rific for me because like that Avalanche F5 was impressive as fuck, but then it kind of got discounted when he was able to lift Cage in the F5 like three spots later. You know what I mean? I know yeah, it was kind of cool. Yeah, granted there was some time in between, but it's like, yeah. bro, he just fucking tossed you and flipped you. Yeah, and, and it's a finish that's been protected yeah. a lot. Like, yeah. like very few people do it, and if they do I mean, it, it's got to be like Wardlow. Yeah, I was going to say, Wardlow you know, has a version of it that he does as well, which yeah. I always thought that that was already drawing the line to have both of them do yeah. the Yeah, it's like if he didn't spin it like that, it, it 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 wouldn't you know that's the only thing it's like you know what makes it the F ten and like obviously Cage does it every now and then but I was yeah, I mean it was very impressive See, but you know even I mean? then like I don't think someone as big as Cage should do the uh, a move like the F five just because he already has like that 
similar build to a Brock Lesnar. Yeah, it, it kind of makes you remind. It, it makes you think of it almost. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it, it, and it was cool because I will say this: it, it, I that's like, how, like Goldberg doing the stunner. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Just, just exactly. Because another guy who was bald. But what I did like is how Page was able to hit it because it was like fair play. You're trying to take my move, but you didn't get the flip the front handspring flush and that's what made you oh, you know what i mean it's like that you tripped that up and that's why i was able to hit you with that shit yeah like, it was it was funny cuz like i don't know if he sold so much as he just said hey, i'm going to do a front flip and then yeah, I'm a stutter, stutter a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and, like yeah, that's what your a, big ass would would, would it, look like it, trying it, to do it, a front clunky, flip. Like. Yeah, but the thing is though, he hits that spinning power bomb and he kicks Ooh, out. Yeah, yeah, dude. And then that's why Taz comes out, and I'm like, that's kind of flawed to me. Like I was like, it'd be different if he hit the drill claw and he kicked out like very near. You know what I'm saying? Or got yeah, his foot he on the ever rope. Nobody away with, yeah. the, with the spiral bomb. I mean, I don't think he's actually used it too much in AEW, as far as I've seen. I don't yeah. pay attention to the dark matches. Uh, but I mean, the stuff that I power bombs, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. That the, one yeah, particularly. Spiral, I mean, no. you know, obviously, I was getting super crazy vibes immediately. So yeah, yeah, just definitely. Like, but yeah, I mean, either way, I thought it was solid match though to open yeah. up. You know what I mean? Definitely, I, I thought. Yeah. I mean, and then you had the post match. Was mm. it post match here? Yeah, no, they, they, it was just him, like, he kind of argued a bit, and then he walked off. Because I guess That's, he yeah, mentioned yeah. in the pre-show that he's contemplating leaving, which I guess Taz kind of teased on commentary. or he They were asking him about it. So I didn't watch the, you know, I, I guess I didn't see Deeb versus Rio, but I guess that was a crazy match, too. So, I mean, that, that could have been a, who knows, that, that could have been a, a part, part of the predi- predictions, but we'll never know. Sorry, Mark. You're I mean, Mark would have lost anyways. Yeah. Uh, next, we had the uh, AW no, no, Tag we, Title no, match. Actually, we all just would have picked Serena Deeb to retain. Yeah, so. probably. Uh, yeah, we had the AW Tag Team Title match. The Young Bucks going against uh, the uh, team of Moxley, Eddie Kingston. Uh, this went tw- about d- just Kings. over twenty minutes, twenty-one oh two, without entrances, and they won. I gotta say, Bucks went over four BTE triggers. Uh, I love the energy of Mox and Eddie coming out with the wild thing, uh, you know, in the so, live crowd. I thought that was really good. So I think I got a little more evidence that this is a little bit more Major League Baseball related than yeah. I thought because uh, you, you forget the movie centered yeah, it's around Cleveland. The Cleveland Indians, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, that, that is wild. He is trying to be wild thing. But they, they keep changing what version they're using, bro. Yeah, they're doing. Well, the first one was the one by the Trogs, and then yeah. the second one was the one, I think it's by Joan Jett. So okay, I mean, I that thought, which is more the one her. that's familiar, yeah. you know, with the to get that fan. Wow, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when you got the live crowd, y'all are shoot. They man, this drowned this bitch out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying this, but yeah, I thought it was a good look. Eddie looked cool. I like mm-hmm. the glove look. Yeah, he um, that was a callback to Bad News Bears, uh, the jersey oh, he had nice. on the okay. Chico's. I was uh, wondering what that was about. Yeah. Okay, because I mean, I see him wear different stuff. Like I know he did like a R.I.P. D.M.X. shirt one time. Like yep. he, he's always rapping. Like that's uh, why I definitely. like about him. Yeah, you, you um, gotta check for that guy. Yeah, or no, when yeah. he did the green suit, that was like an ode to. Oh yeah, yeah, Moxley, right? uh, yeah, to yeah. One yeah. of his uh, it was a Masawa. Uh, I think it was Masawa. Th- yes. Yeah, so um, hmm. but yeah, man, it's. Uh, I thought this match was really cool, paced. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I liked the the pacing, the selling, the heel work by the Bucks was good. I wasn't too sure what look they were going for because, like I said, it was yeah. like half Zuba, half like Mar- Marty McFly, and like, it said like pockets and champions and yeah it was like all kinds of weird just like yeah, objective would, word like like yeah. pants yeah. pant leg <laughs> <laughs> you know what part i like too was when uh in, in terms of continuity when kaz came running and took out carl anderson because it's like he had that promo about a week or so ago where you know daniels just kind of was like i'm out 
and then kind of had that emotional share, well, you know, and so, then said, I'm, I'm, I'm hunting the elite now, you know, so, so, so I wasn't mad at that. The reason why I like that is because I, I was kind of puzzled because uh, how I would have booked, um, and I know we're going to talk about it later, the Casino Battle Royal, mm-hmm. is I would have booked Kazarian to win it. Yeah. If I mean, if we're just going to have a throwaway TV defense and this is no dis- disrespect to anyone that would have won it. Mm-hmm. It makes sense if he cut that promo about the gospel coming straight from freaking Frankie Kazarian. Yeah. I'm an elite hunter now. Yeah. If he would have won that spot, then That's he, he, he could have went after Kenny. He could have taken solo spot. Yeah, sure. you know what I mean? Like I mean God, Because yeah, the Q- fact that he switched with QT made no difference whatsoever. Yeah. You know, it could have been saying? Nick Camarado or something. I mean, it could, but like, yeah, so I totally forgot like to tell you guys that idea I had, you know, because I was thinking, well, what does Kaz do now if if CD's gonna, you know, fade yeah. to the black on the backstage? Uh, type of commitment, yeah, and but I yeah, I did. That's why, yeah, I, I was with you. I did like the fact that they had Kaz uh, have this spot because I thought this was actually a, a spot that made him seem a little bit more stronger as opposed mm-hmm. to, oh, he won this opportunity, but I think everyone kind of knows he's not going to win. Yeah, and, you know, and the argument can be made because it was just a little bit. It's like it makes it more special, but it's hard not to argue if he had the momentum of winning the battle royal, and then did that, he'd be you know way over. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, it, it would definitely uh, Especially if put it came a, down between him and Christian, like, especially oh, that since been they cool. just, like, yeah. you know, so. And then it would, it it would have put a, a more interesting spin on, on um, a, another interesting stem, I, I guess, you you want to, uh, you know, add to the, the, the ever-growing plant that is this elite storyline of this long, burning-ass yeah. fucking yeah. <laughs> storytelling. Exactly. I mean, at least you're like, well, shit, you know, first they had to worry about Mox and, and Kingston, but if Kaz joined them, I mean... Yeah. You know, he's a vet, too, so, I mean, it kind of... I mean, not to say yeah, that it had to be... Yeah, he's a hothead, too. Yeah, that, too. Yeah, no no anger management, so he'd fit in right in with uh, with Mox. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I mean, you know, another guy scorned by the elite. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. again, this is this long... I mean, we're going to, like, continue this whole long-ass, long-burning uh, storyline until, uh, you know, Blood and Guts next yeah, year. Yeah, well, I will so. say this. <laughs> like, I was very um, surprised. That was, the, uh, that was probably the only con I had. I mean, I, I appreciated the 20-plus minutes they gave, but I was just kind of... Mad there wasn't some sort of post match beatdown. Yeah, he took four BTE triggers, yeah. but it's like I'm I just I'm ready for Mox to get written off, you know, to I go mean, home and get yeah. you know and and just kind of rehab. We like me and Mark and you were talking about how he's starting to kind of have that that same like uh, look, you know, that of a kind of like stamina loss exhaustion when he was starting to get burnt oh, out during his iron man days, yeah, right? yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so when he was like running smackdown Freaking for a while utility so man like yeah it, exactly. i mean it, it's so crazy I, because yeah i think i don't think i would have done the indie taker on yeah. the on the floor i would have saved the, I, I, like, yeah maybe at gonna, the end if you're gonna give him four bte triggers you don't need to do both yeah you're right but, but if you're gonna do it yeah do that to take him out after the match yeah definitely that's how i feel yeah that brings us to, uh, we just talked about a little bit, the Casino Battle Royale. Uh, yep, this yep. win, uh, 23 and a half with, uh, I, uh, without all the... Uh, put my chips blood. all on the, you know, to Cheap. be announced. Yeah. Uh, we talked you know, about him earlier as well. That same son of a gun with the milkshake. What's up, Leo Rush? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real. That's that, 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 that was good, though, man. I mean, I really liked... Uh, yeah, that's inside information, y'all. But, uh, no, nah, I really liked uh, his inclusion. We talked about it earlier, man. I think he got a really good uh, pop. 
Uh, I mean, some of the things I will talk about was I did like the there. I mean, Christian starting as number one to kind of bring that whole you know I work everyone thing like that, and him going from number one to being in the last two really built on that. Caster's pre match verse, awesome. Uh, Flames. I, yeah, it was. I, I did notice he did, like I say, he, he talked about everyone but Hobbs. Yeah, again. He's which, smart as well. Which, yeah, I got to show you that video because he did like a minute long, kind of similar, not the same bars, but where he was like, Hobbs, we cool. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, I need to like, see that. Like, yeah. But uh, yeah, he had a dope verse. I like how they had kind of the continuity of the pre existing feuds. You know, you had like Dark Order getting jumped by the Hardy found, you know, family. You got Nightmare Family with, with the factory because, you know, you had the Comrado, you know, Bell, True, the, yeah. the Cowbell thing. Because I don't know if you saw when he got dumped out. Dustin really sold that that shot. Once he got hit with it and got flipped over, like he just it was like all dead weight slammed right on the apron. It looked bad, but it was good. You know, Dustin Dustin's good for that. And then of course, I guess the acclaimed have been beefing with Varsity Blondes on uh, Elevation. So I guess they touched on that. Love the Hardy Christian tease. Uh, Penta's gear was dope. Oh, oh, well, you know what? Before then, because he dropped that verse about his dad. Yeah, uh, during that tag team, like it was a. Oh, match. that's right. Yeah, that that might that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, Leo Rush was a Joker was a pro, of course, and I love uh, Jungle Boy versus Christian at the end as well as that whole you know that when he swung around the post to avoid the elimination. That yeah, was that dope. was that was dope. Uh, I, I I did love that they finally had the confrontation between him and Matt Hardy. That yeah. was cool. Oh like yeah, the tease um, was really good. Yeah, we kept saying how weird it was that Private Party were not dressed to wrestle yet they were wrestling. Yeah, that was weird because it made me think like I kept thinking so, oh they're so there to help. But then I was like, wait, no, they were announced for this. But, but so. it was also like, okay, so you guys know you're not winning, so you're just getting ready yeah. for the party after. Like, okay. <laughs> exactly. Private party. There you go, man. Like, there you go. Uh, and I did like the post-match convo with uh, Cage and Jungle Boy. Uh, I thought it, that was, it was Yeah, it, I thought it was a good look. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we did have Jungle Boy uh, receive championship you know opportunities before I believe he, yeah or maybe not maybe the one against Chris Jericho that was that yeah. wasn't a was that a title match or just no 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 he had to hang like ten minutes with yeah him. That's, that's what it was yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but you know what I, I mean I, I don't I don't think that he's gonna beat Kenny Omega I don't believe no. he's the one right no but, and it's in two weeks so it's definitely not gonna be something that they're gonna build build towards which yeah is a shame but you know I but, don't know but it, they're giving us something to look forward to I mean yeah. I think uh, Jungle Boy was looking really. I forgot he had another match where I was like, "Yo, this is the 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 future right here." Yeah. Um. He he. Yeah. A, you kept liking him to. Uh, you're like that. Look at Christian and Future Edge in the ring. Well, I used to say it just because I'm like, yeah. you know, you got you got freaking Edge. You like, you know, he crouches on the floor. He's just like yeah. this unknown dude, like parts unknown. He's just. And he didn't talk much when he came in. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and then, and then he's got he, that flowing hair got, and all that. Yeah, you got Darby Allen, who's trying to be, you know, Jeff Hardy's little brother, and the, <laughs> not really, but I got all respect for yeah, Darby. Yeah, there. the only con I had was it kind of felt like a lack of star power, um, and I just think like the general presentation star of power their, in of terms their, of uh, the contestants in the yeah, battle royal. I mean, besides Penta and Christian and Jungle Boy, which was I Phoenix don't really think it? Phoenix was not. And Ooh. and Jingle Boy, I just feel like you, who you didn't really know you were gonna go for until he got to the bottom four or five. You know, with Hardy and Private Party against uh, Christian and Jungle Boy. You know, what and I mean? no like, Paul White, no, <laughs> no. but uh, yeah. And then just honestly, the general presentation because you'd see like the the suit come up and then it would hesitate and then you know just so the spot that was at 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 that moment didn't overshadow the entrant i guess you like, know kid so, we're not even getting this on the hard cam yeah and then uh, <laughs> yeah. just leo rush's short stay it just felt like yeah, almost a I waste mean, you know but yeah I, I, he did some really good stuff with private party 
Um, I think I've teased that. I think if they were to bring him in as a mouthpiece for him, that that would be kind of cool. But I, I do like what they're doing with Matt Hardy yeah. right now. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I don't know what uh, the situation is. I didn't realize under. he did the knaves with Christian, by the way. Before yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah he was, that was funny. And then, did you see the promo? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The promo was hilarious that, that uh, on BT. Yeah, yeah definitely. But yeah, Jungle Boy didn't win by eliminating Christian Cage. Yeah, so man. That, that was really and, and good, I, You know what? Uh, shout out to Christian. I yeah. Mean, because, I, you know, I think everybody, including myself, were like, you know what? I should have picked Christian because he did already have like the uh, the past promo and uh, yeah. the, pro- the confrontation with Kenny at one point. It says he's here to work. He's yeah. had a few matches. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. in terms of anyone, you know, especially you say name value and like big names. And mm. I mean, he eliminated Hobbs, but he's probably just not done with that program, right? And you know what I mean? And now that... Uh, like, I don't know. I think he's going to be probably doing stuff with Matt Hardy. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That's probably that makes more sense too, actually. So, but uh, this brings us to uh, Anthony Agogo going against the American Dream, I Cody think, Rhodes. Yeah. And I had just a few notes on this. Um, this was probably the dip in the the whole night, I think. Yeah, and just I, for me, it just was a little bit longer than. Yeah, I, and I, yeah, that was definitely on my cons. It felt like, yeah. it, although it was a good showcase to show, you know, to. Uh, to express uh, uh, his move set goes beyond just that of like I'm a boxer, you know. What I mean, I, I appreciated that, but um, it did run a little long, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I did like how you know they mentioned these things. Uh, uh, Anthony Agogo started training at age 12. Uh, he's had over 350 career fights, over 180 knockouts. He's a 10-time British champion, 2004 Junior Olympic champion. 05 Junior World Champion, 2010 Games Silver Medalist, 2012 London Bronze Medalist Boxer, and you have mentioned this to me before. He's 78% uh, blind in his left eye. He's had nine operations, and he actually went into the fight with a strained rib. He originally thought it was broken, but it was a strained, it just strained and bruised. Boy, and so and it, I see that I can still see you all pussy. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, he's he uh magn- I think like I said, I remember him specifically. When AEW first started, mm-hmm. and like I don't know if you remember this, I think it was a Double or Nothing when they showed that video package for Wardlow before I even knew who the fuck Wardlow was. Yeah, they were showing a bunch of random video packages. One of the ones that they showed, which is also during like the road to Double or Nothing, was his. You know, remember Cody would go to like a lot of these colleges and yeah. work out in their gyms, and but then he also would show like his work with recruiting uh, a go go. Yeah, and you know he kind of disappeared for a while. Did a little bit of commentary for Dark and stuff like that. You know reappeared with the factory and and you know doing the stuff with nightmare uh you know obviously he was in nightmare uh family, fa- family with the factory i guess yeah uh the whole school and, uh schooling and stuff like that getting trained but i think i'll like this i'm not against them wanting to give him time to showcase what he can really do mm-hmm. but there's a difference in doing that like like I, I can't help but think like his match with him was almost the same length as the match with shack and shack is not pro yeah, no, I get you. You it, know what I'm saying? It, they, so, without entrances, they went just under 11 minutes, and but it felt longer because like, no one. I mean, all all his presentation is yeah, been, the hoo ha. Yeah, because yeah, he exactly. hasn't been on dark. Trust me, because I've I've searched. Yeah. Like he's literally had the one match where he debuted, and I think he was in a back waist lock for a while, and then, then he turned around and just hit the guy with the, with, <laughs> yeah, with, with, the just, with the bolo punch. Yeah, and then he had the thing with Austin Gunn. You know what I mean? And he, I think, I think he hit two bolo punches, and then he hit what they call the governor's uh, hammer, which is a pop-up punch, you know, to the yeah, jaw. Yeah. So, um, besides that, he's had his match has been like two minutes tops, and you know, average, R- you real know, not like even Ken then, Shamrock, like, early Ken Shamrock type. Yeah. Stuff. So yeah. it it definitely, I think it helped 
in a sense, like like, like I said, it showcased he had more than just punches in his his armory, but it also was just longer. It wasn't believable. Like it, they could have shaved off three minutes. Eight minutes would have been fine for me. You know. Yeah. What I'm saying? I, so. Yeah. I mean, like with him, it's just uh, it just came from like they made the whole thing feel like he was an outsider coming in to do this. Yeah. When he's someone that's supposed to be regularly, you know, on the roster going forward. Um, which I'm not against making him feel special. I mean, I did like the uh, the addition of the the Olympic rings on the back of the trunks and stuff like that. They, I mean, they, they're doing a good job of making him feel like a big deal. Yeah, for sure. But again, I think because I got that feeling like, oh, this is kind of like what they... They're making it feel like it's Tyson Fury coming out here yeah, yeah, to yeah. wrestle Braun Strowman, you know what I mean? Uh, when it shouldn't feel like this is an outsider, this is someone that they're actually actively training. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, too, because Cody, on his end, I mean, he, he got the whole... A little bit pomp and circumstance. Someone noted he kind of looked like uh, Shazam, I think, in his in his uh, in his attire. I wasn't sure if that I, was the case, but uh, I mean, I I was getting a George Washington crossing the uh, the, the river. Yeah, yeah, a little, little sure. bit. But uh, I, you know, it was one of those things where you know his intro was grandson of a plumber, son of the common man, father to be Cody Rhodes, the American dream. Uh, wasn't bad, you know. what I'm saying, and and honestly, I to me there are a few pros. Um, but like you said, it did go a little long. I mean, the pre-match, there was a little pre-match pageantry, but I think this match kind of suffered from uneasiness. Like there's this guilt I felt in the air where like America's not doing good right now. You know what I mean? So I think people felt weird trying to be over patriotic, trying to rally. We don't even know what that looks like anymore. Yeah. I mean, mean? like in, in hindsight, I'm cause you know, obviously I went for a, uh, you know, a go-go thinking that. This was his first prime time, you know, match. So I, I would think that they were going to have him win. But then it's like, oh wait, it's Memorial Day weekend. Why would they have the Americans lose? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, my only comment on Agogo is with practice, mm-hmm. and he's not to say he's not doing great already because obviously he did impress. Yeah, he can be a defending uh, TNT or TBS, whichever yeah, he really way they could. go with it, uh, champ. I mean, on some boxer shit, like, th- I mean, if you guys are going to do that, and, and I mean, if you're going to treat him like a big deal, like like a Ronda Rousey or whatever. Yeah. Because um, that's the vibes I got. You know, you, you're watching Ronda Rousey kind of mm-hmm. act comfortable in, uh, to a certain degree in yeah. her surroundings, but at the same time, because there's people. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, true, because I was very surprised when I was at Mania. I was surprised by what she was able to do in the ring. Exactly, yeah. Match. So I will say, yeah, you're right. It's almost like the male equivalent where – he she or she took to the sport rather well and he seems to be doing the same thing but i i, I agree after a, a few matches you start seeing oh there's you could there's like little holes in her game but i i get you like yeah, yeah. he needs to keep it maybe on the 5 minute side until he realizes what he wants to do but i did I, I will say he didn't get beat with a finish so that was worth knowing it was just a vertebraker that put him away yeah that was weird yeah, I mean, um, I guess it kind of protected him a bit, you know, but, you know, <laughs> like, but no. it also shows like, yeah, I didn't even need to use my finish, but I don't know. It's, yeah, I mean, you know how I feel about the finish, because he uses yeah. it too much and, and people kick out of it way too much. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, it's more of a trademark now, and the vertebraker is now the finish. We have moved the, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, pieces yeah. on the board. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, you know, 
like I said, I think this was the only dip uh, of the night. Um, yeah. I would argue to say that this may have been the the, the bathroom break match. Yeah, it could have been. it definitely wasn't a women's match. No, it was not. And I, I will say, too, not to jump, but that ran a little longer than I thought. But we'll get there because before we had the TNT title match, uh, it was uh, Miro defending against Lance Archer. Uh, he, you know, this one just under 10 minutes uh, without entrances. He did win, kind of had that low blow and then hit the game uh, over with the pass out uh, win. Uh, pros, was there a low blow? Yeah, because remember he was coming back. Oh, into, yeah, he, he kicked the rope. And, yeah, and seeing yeah. that's 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 my con, you know, like it's. Um, the fact that the commentary kind of failed to accentuate that bef- prior to the pass out win, because if I'm kicked in the nuts, I already don't have enough air. Yes. Yeah, and then it, when you, when they mention they do a good job mentioning the back surgery just right before he cranks back, but I just feel like coupled that would have maybe helped the finish a bit. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, other cons for me was, I mean, I, I like our, I, we, I did finally see the dive they talked about, but now I realize I didn't rewind it. It was a bit botched. His foot got caught. So uh, I just hope he was okay with that because he's a big son bitch. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah it, it, it was the botch for me. Yeah. Uh, and then there, I just felt like before there was like a wasted table spot. Um, you know, he like spine busted mirror right through it, and it was just kind of like didn't really add. That's what I was telling it, you. you know? I mean, yeah, because I remember we were watching it. I think you you went to go take a quick bathroom break, and I, that's why I was telling you, like, yo, why did he just like put him through a table like on the outside for nothing? I was like, the only thing reason why this is not a DQ mm-hmm. and this is not a foreign object is because they put a fucking. Uh, I was like, they put a fucking curtain over it. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, like, yeah. that's the only reason. And really because the bell didn't ring yet. If you oh, think about man. it, because they were just brawling, like, you know, before it but got I, in. I did like their chem- their chemistry, though. Yeah, because um, it was a slugfest. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, there's times where we see uh, Haas fights that on paper that we're like, oh, this this should be good. Yeah. Or even, like, in Royal Rumbles, we're like, oh, man, these fools, if they ever get in, you know, if they if they confront each other, but either it doesn't happen or it's, like, lackluster, yeah. underwhelming. This was actually really good, man. Yeah, it was competitive from start to finish, I'll say. Yeah, it was definitely high power, like, as far as, like, uh, choke momentum, speed. Mm-hmm. Oh, the choke slams was crazy, uh-huh. yeah. Um, I like this match a lot. I yeah. mean, uh, and I, I, I was surprised that they went this way with the choke out. I was surprised mm-hmm. that they pitted Miro uh, against a threat uh, the size of a Lance Archer. You so know, early. on paper, yeah, so early. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they're you know due to public opinion. Maybe Tony feels like he's making up for lost time by hot shotting it. Maybe. Um, but at the yeah. same time, you're not doing any favors for someone like Archer, who's Booking has been pretty shitty, start and stop. You yeah, because I mean? that was my con is like the Jake involvement thing. Like, uh, here, well, here's yeah, my first, dude. my first thing. Jake getting involved has never helped him win a match nah, ever. Even and and, all the and, way and back, if I'm wrong, please tweet no, bro. me, please whatever. I can't recall one time Jake has gone up and got belligerent on on a ring on an apron and did anything that actually contributed to helping Lance. Like, he's always kind of gotten I, I in the way, he, in my opinion. I think he landed a DDT once during, yeah. like, I think it was, and like, the during sh- that, I mean, the short-arm clothesline is always cool to see. I think that was that tag match with him and Pac versus, like, uh, yeah, you know, was, everything was all crazy. But, yeah, dude, because even when I was watching that that Eliminator, uh, the first Eliminator tournament yeah. for the TNT championship, and he went against uh, Cody in the finals, like, he tried then, mm-hmm. and you had Mike Tyson that was just, like, no, nah, I'm tearing off my shirt. What's up, bro? Yeah. And he just like, oh, my God, Mike Tyson from afar. I got to retreat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> Even so. Even though I have this venomous snake in my hand. Because yeah, I, I, like, I'm going to be honest. I just hope this kind of turns into a split. I mean, I like them together, but it has, the experiment hasn't been working. And I just think he's, 
at best a liability in his I matches. Mean, we, and I, 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 yeah, no, I, that, I want, that as well. He doesn't yeah. need him to talk for him either. That's the other thing too. Yeah. And then on top of that, the only time it worked is when he did that backstage shit where he's like beating guys up in the background while yeah, he's talking in the it, foreground. Yeah, pre-tapes right? are the best that they do together. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, we've talked about. that. I mean, even to their their one of their first uh, vignettes where he was in that you know Darby's backyard and he was like knocking all these like jobbers around in that makeshift uh, ring and shit. Yeah, like the first vignette they did mm. that was dope too. But at this point, does he need him? No. Yeah. Um, and then again, like I don't know what they were tr- they were trying to plan with the whole. Sting thing that they just started and stopped as yeah, well. So yeah, and I was going to say the snake bag. They're not doing any favor. It just looks fake, you know. And yeah. I love seeing. I mean, Miro tossing it like a maniac. I love too. That was a pro. Even Dude, though you see, I, you I'm not he tweeted, a good, he yeah, tweeted we, at Peter. No, yeah, I sent you. Guys oh, was that, he yeah, said yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Bring Peter, bring Peter Payne." I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, was, Hashtag eat that shit. Eat yeah, that yeah. shit. Yeah. So I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like I, I to me, it just played in but i also i wasn't a fan of like how much miro was playing to the crowd a lot and i think he just kind of caught he got he got lost i mean yeah he, i mean when you think about it, he got yeah he didn't debut with a live crowd that and the fact that even when he was still with wwe i think he was doing that weird shit with bobby lashley with, yeah uh, i don't remember if there was a crowd then but it was just still hard to watch he got released he was off yeah TV. no there was a crowd there so yeah it's kind of um, like a reintroduction like hey yeah, it's it me was, again yeah so yeah he, like this is the first time miro yeah, like, yeah he's getting that miro, warm welcome yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? I mean, sometimes as a heel, you can still enjoy the, ad, the adulation. You yeah, because he was in there. Like, he knew how to use the crowd, but there were just times you well, could yeah. tell he was having too much fun. A- after yeah. a while, he ended up, like, you know, like, panning into him, and then yeah. he just did the whole, like, fuck you thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I just don't get, though, like, with that snake bag, why don't they just actually find a snake, like a fake snake, and put it in there instead of, like, it looks like it's, like, duct tape or something that they roll over. And, like, it doesn't look... Real. I mean, just you know put it real. Just put it real. I mean, y'all in Florida, y'all got all kinds of. Yeah, yeah, they definitely there, could. Bro. I'm not like, saying throw an actual snake, yeah. but you know what I mean. Like for that. Bit, oh, 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 oh you for know that. I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm thinking you're saying. Just yeah, for but the, definitely the, bring a real snake. I don't know why they don't just do that. Yeah, shit. I, anyway. I'm just worried again with the the way they had him pass out, not tap out. Yeah. If that's what, gonna hurt. What is yeah. his trajectory going forward? Yeah. And again, um, I think if yeah. if commentary anchored it down with that kick to the middle rope, that was a low blow. It would kind yeah, they of soften it a bit. You know I mean, what I'm saying? I, I mean, I'm guessing they may have to run it back, but yeah. I mean, is that something that everyone's interested in? I mean, so yeah, soon. Because right, right after he did that, he hit him with that super kick or yeah, that thrust did. kick, and you know, so or, Machika. Yeah, Machika. This uh, brings us to the AEW Women's Title Match: Britt Baker, DMD, going against Britt uh, Banger. Because yeah. I should be putting these points on the board, Man, bro. for real. Uh, Hikaru Shida, who is the you know reigning champ, just celebrated a year as champion. Uh, she, Shout you know, out to her, man. Yeah, for yeah. sure, because she held it down during a very difficult time for the women's division. I don't blame um, her. I but, don't blame you know, her at all. Yeah, no, and, and I'll, I'll say, pro, it's th- th- very short for me, man. Britt Baker's drip, Britt Baker's glove. Her literal drip. Britt, yeah. <laughs> Britt Baker as the new champion, and the crowd's call and response to her during formal introductions. Those are all great to me. The action speaks for itself. I can't Remember a year add ago any other pros. Were, yeah. A year ago, they were not... On that, um, no. I guess two years ago. Yeah, a year ago they wouldn't even be in the arena. But exactly. Yeah, they were. Their tune was different. Very, very different. Yeah. And I, even I think even a year ago she probably would have been injured. This is probably when she had her nose taped up and she was doing the other stuff with yeah uh, with little, uh, big swole. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, but yeah, man, I, I was happy for her. I think it was the only logical uh, direction to go and the yeah. only logical um, decision that made sense booking wise. Yeah. Um, again, God bless uh, Hikaru. Yeah. I don't blame you, girl. I I, I feel like again, uh, your reign was kind of uh, infected with uh, you know there was injuries, so you couldn't face everybody. There wasn't a whole lot of people to pick from. They had to 
get in the bag. And, you it's know, just a lot of start stop. You know, what I mean, it's yeah, like we, it, I mean, you can only go against the same people and and, and, and keep in, fan interest. You know what I'm saying yeah. as well. So. I mean, she had her thing with Nyla. She, and I mean, they didn't do a good job on the in-between, building some of those, yeah. like, where they could Like, because remember when it was her versus Penelope Ford? You actually, yeah, you Penelope, know, you, Penelope you she just took the place of uh, of Britt Baker, who was supposed to have that match. Yeah, she was yeah. injured. That's the only reason why she got that yeah, match. But even, or I think they even ended up having, she won an actual number one contender match. I remember where she went against Sikaru. She didn't win. But it was like, the they put time in the build to make you take her seriously, you know what I mean? And I just feel like it's crazy they did that with that, but not with, like, the not, you know, when they hotshotted the Nyla rematch, which was, like, garbage, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> so, but, uh, no, I agree. I, I commend her for a lengthy title reign, and I, I think it was, you know, maybe not the champion that everybody wanted at the time, but, you know, they had to do what they had to do during an uneasy and just unpredictable time in wrestling. So, but uh, cons for me... Uh, Sheeta strikes could have been a little more crisper. Uh, I will say that. Um, and there's a lot of, uh, like, the match is a little lengthy and had a lot of false finishes for me. And I'm just thinking, Britt's been built so long that you don't also need her to be Super Cena. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like so that was just my only thing was, like, because she kicked out of the Falcon Arrow, I get it. But then she kicked out of the Thomas Shee, too. And it's like... She's kicking out of well, everything she's but throwing she, but at she's her as if person, she's like a... She's not the first person to kick out of uh, both those moves. So. Yeah, but I felt like the, the at the rate of one right after the other was very Super Cena-ish. Like, like I don't know. like it, I, it, Or I'll put it a little rephrase that. It been, seemed like they it was very... It was a face uh, book. Or that, that's how you would book the face to like, you know, in my opinion, like that overcame... All the best shot from the you know long reigning champion. It, it kind of how it, how it felt, but I mean besides that, I, I mean, did enjoy. They, they, they it was put, her moment for sure. Uh, I mean, to be real, they also put Gargano a lot like that. When yeah, he was baby that's face. true. So yeah. it's like, and I, you know, I mean, I, I didn't mind it. I guess I didn't look at it that way until you brought it up. For me, I was more just like, please don't win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. As bitter as it sounds, it was just more like I just want to see what they do. Give her the ball with it. She'll be the first guy. It's crazy. In an American pro wrestling yeah, yeah. company, she'll be the first Gaijin female to hold yeah. the women's championship. We that, need to see how this goes. Yeah, seriously. So, and yeah. I will say, I wasn't a fan of how fast Sheeta did tap out from the lockjaw. It seemed like as soon as she put it in her jaw, the mandible claw, it was like over. And I'm just like, man, let her like she, she get, thumb, get, get she, a little bit of build. She, like, had, she had thumbtacks at the, at the fingertips, bro. You don't yeah, know. yeah, who knows? Who she, knows? Man, she, she had them Catwoman specials. You don't know, bro. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I, nah, but yeah, this brings us to uh, one of uh, three spectacles we have left on the card. Sting and Darby Allen versus Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. This was Sting's return to in-ring uh, action. Uh, first of all, pros, live crowd reception to both Darby and Sting was great. Darby's paint was awesome. Yeah. Uh, yes, Sting still has it. Uh, takes off his shirt. You know, the crossbody awesome. I'm, I, I got to say, I like the psychology of the match, especially after Darby got uh, yeeted to the crowds. <laughs> and uh, I like the counter to the Scorpion death drop, which was how Sting and Darby won this. This was just with tw- almost now, 12 th- and this a half was, minutes. This was probably the one of the many high, like probably – if not the top, the second top highlight of the night. Yeah. Feel good match. Um, Darby does what Darby does, man. Ethan Page does what Ethan Page does as well. He he had that Bam Bam Spike Dudley spot. Yeah. But I found out he actually did that to him in an indie show yeah. before. Yeah, so that was interesting that. as well. A little callback um, there. You talk about getting, man, Yeet was like the theme of the night, bro. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the other, actually, I mean. That was the thing I forgot to talk about too was that overhead belly to belly that uh, Miro did to Lance into the crowd. Oh, yeah. That was that, insane. That was, I forgot yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. 
But, um, uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I, I like this because we were all kind of timid about Sting live performance. Everyone has had this, you know, their own say. What? Oh, him and Taker wouldn't have been able to move how they. I mean, it would, yeah. By now, it wouldn't have been what we wanted it to be. We would have ruined it because we built it up in our head. Yada yada yada. And you know, Sting is he got taken out of action. He hasn't been in, in a ring in seven years. Yeah. He had the the cinematic match, which he did great in. But again, it's not an active wrestling match in front yeah. of people. But this, this was, this felt great. This was a feel good moment. For, yeah, I, think I told you, I was getting fan, emotional watching it. It, yeah. it was just, I mean, because again, you know, you're like, well, is he going to be hobbling around like an old man, just being precarious, yeah. you know, for his own, mm-hmm. th- the sake of his own health? And he didn't overwelcome his time in the ring. Either. No, he didn't. He kept it cool. He didn't try to. I mean, dude, he, part that so diving well. crossbody though, guy. Uh, yeah, please, that was insane. It was just cool, man. It was just really cool to see, um, especially like I told you, you know, I was, uh, you know, getting, you know how you usually get ready for like uh, programs. You might watch the the old version of that program just to get hyper selves up for the new one. Yeah. You know, like, oh, SummerSlam in 93 just to get ready for SummerSlam this yeah. year or whatever. I, I was watching uh, Double or Nothing 2020 and it was, uh, you know, uh, Lance versus Cody finals for the TNT championship. Yeah. And he actually... Hits a sting call like a crow. Yeah, call and hits, hits the, a, the stinger splash. Yeah, because he was adding that to his move set for a little bit just without the 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 like you said the crow call or whatever. You know, and and so it's like funny. We're like a year a year from from then we actually have sting in here and he's hitting one and he's hitting he hit all the moves didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he, he splash uh, the, yeah. the drop the lock like. Yeah, because that was the same. That, that was the only thing that I felt like was a con was uh, Ethan kind of he stopped selling the death lock to have a slapping match with Darby. It's like you can do both, dude. You know, protect the protect the finish. He's all ego. Yeah. Don't tell him what to do. But uh, I thought it was weird. There was no Dark Order continuity, seeing as they made such a big deal to give him fist bumps just on Friday. So not that I wanted it, but I was surprised. Like there wasn't like them coming out to help celebrate the win or something like that he probably offered sting some coke uh no dude yeah he's like no darby i I, I I don't want you hanging out with these hoodlums yeah seriously but one thing i didn't like um was aubrey man there was a time literally right where darby is he gets out of the uh uh he does that whole thing where where he wraps his legs around the corner so he gets out of the whole you know uh ego's edge and then he's able to hot tag sting and Aubrey is staring right at the tag. And then once oh, Sting comes yeah. in, she separates them. Because she tries to turn last minute. Like, she didn't see it. And it's, like, clear as day. So I, I, w- I thought that was bad. Um, because she got in. You could see her prior getting it to, to position just to do that. It was just a bad timing thing, I guess. But we, we just saw something recently, too, right? Where yeah, somebody, I can't remember. Somebody cheated right in front of a ref. We're like, I, dude, I'm trying to remember totally which match that. it was. I can't remember. It was also on this card. But then I'm, I'm wondering if it was in the... Uh, it might have been in the uh, uh, triple threat, which I guess it wouldn't have mattered. But it was just also like the fact that he reacted like such. It made you think it could have been DQ. But uh, other than that, uh, I love that Sting did go over. But it was kind of tough pill to swallow because I thought the younger guys should have gone over. Because what they mentioned this yeah. eight win undefeated streak that they've gotten, you know, albeit on dark elevation. It's like why mention it? It's like you almost you built him up that, just to get yeah. beat. By Sting and Darby, you but know they I mean? also so, like just y'all talking about it. Does you need a little bit more effort to showcase it on the actual main show people watch so they can retain that information themselves? Yep. Instead of you being like, "Hey, these guys are a viable team because they're they've been eight and zero on a show that you can only see yeah. online." And it's like, thanks for making me care just now because they. It's not like there hasn't been a build. Like you guys could have mentioned their their streak or 
could have had like even the fact that they just had a tag team match for the first time on Dynamite to go home. Yeah, you I know mean, what I mean. Cause, like cause they didn't the, even mention it then. At the end of the day, it's like yeah, because at least with that, with the visual and the performance, it kind of at least draws you away from the main show. To like, oh, maybe I'll, I will check them out. Are, are they they're on Dark this week? Oh, they've been on a roll. Mm-hmm. But just by saying it, that's not taking me, you know, to the next product. That's yeah. not attracting me to their. YouTube page, so yeah. that but was yeah. uh, Darby's younger brothers, by the way, that caught him in the in the crowd. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, so uh, I think I think that was done on purpose for sure. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, I did like the match, but I think I agree. I, I expected uh, Ethan and Scorpio to kind of make a statement, but yo, when it Sting's first physical match back, yeah, you like yeah. Sting it, win. It, We're not doing no Triple H. Yeah, WrestleMania it, it's shit it's very under. Yeah, definitely here, understandable. You know? uh, we get to the last one uh, or last two, I should say. AEW title triple threat match. Kenny Omega, this went just under 30 minutes, 27 18 seconds. Uh, Kenny would win kind of with a crucifix roll up, but uh, we talked about it. This definitely brought a lot more action than I know that I personally expected it would. Um, I talked about what I thought would happen. Orange and Pac or Pac would get in each other's ways, which would, you know, kind of go back to threading their whole you, deal. You're, you're, you're and, 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 well, and, and I'm just saying, just kind of going back yeah, what I, I thought. Know. We did see some of that, but that's not, ex- that wasn't the, pro- I think. It was cool to see everyone got time to work with each other, like Kenny and Orange, then Kenny and Pack, and you know, what I mean, like, like it, it was a lot of time where there was interesting exchanges and stuff like that. So, and it generally kind of did what it was supposed to do, which was remind people that Cassidy is capable of being a main eventer. You know, what I mean, especially it, it's he, been a lot of. I mean, he's cooled off after the Jericho stuff. You I know mean, what I'm it, saying? So, it, it's it's funny because it's like you need to know how to cut a promo. So if he doesn't, yeah, like, true. Do that at all? Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know what it's, I mean. It's it's weird. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like being I, a mime. I'm, I'm <laughs> not saying that he is the guy, but I I don't mind. They they I, I don't mind. It did new it faces. did his job. It did his job yeah, to reinforce exactly. that there's other contenders out there. For exactly, Kane, and we need which is re- what they need right now. We, so. we, exactly, we need fresh faces. So, because um, like we said, we're getting burnt out on mocks and stuff. Uh, I well, love. Did, did you see that that post promo he did where he was basically just saying he was it was him and uh, uh, Callus. Oh, you mean after the match? Yeah. No, and, I didn't see it. it. It wasn't at ringside. It was backstage. He was just like. Basically saying, like, I'm going to keep doing what I do until you guys can find someone that could beat me. Uh, I did see something like that, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I did like, uh, there's, there's a part uh, right where uh, Pac had the uh, brutalizer in, and he he won't let go. and he, He's just eating the kicks from Kenny. Uh, but that led to that ref bump, which I honestly like because I didn't see coming. But here's the thing. Sometimes it, the match kind of got a little overbooked because I felt like yeah, exactly. the ref got bumped, and that's fine, right? He's uh, down. It's a sledge. Sledge to the back, right? Yeah. He misses. It's enough time for him not to only hit four title shots to Which, one man's head, inc- and, and I'm not saying including the taunting in between, but I felt like that was long enough where you didn't need Aubrey, although it got a pop to come running out at the end. I felt like that was enough time that had passed, and well, including an orange punch, like where the ref didn't get a secondary bump after just the sleds to the back, I felt. You know what I mean? It, like, it was weird That seemed a bit me, overbooked. I felt like the overbooking was the fact that they, I mean, it, it kind of goes to hand in hand with the, and we can never have just a definitive great match without some, you know, wacky stuff, uh, jump starting after the match or you know what I mean? Like with yeah. some interference, like you know, they. I feel like they, you know, there's times where they can just go off the air with just a definitive winner, and then they always do some brawl, right? Yeah. So like with this, I was just like, you guys could have just had a definitive winner. Uh, could have done what you were saying as far as you know, uh, both contenders getting in each other's way because it was only supposed to be one of them that got the opportunity to begin with. Um, 
But when you add in the, the ref bump, I'm just like, well, why do you need a ref bump when there's no DQ? Yeah. You see, that was, that was another thing I thought, too, that was a bit flawed, where it's like he could have just... I mean, I and that, that's that's where it's at. It's it's the only reason he bumped him was because he couldn't get him to let go of the hold. Mm. So that that's like the the very small window. Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying. And I oh, that is and, why and, because and, he knew yeah. he was gonna give up. So and that's like, why I said that, I love that he just yeah. ate the kicks because it showed how tough he was. But then it led to kind of some of the overbooking where I felt like Aubrey, like I said, although Adada got a pop, it was kind of unnecessary because, like you said, it was no DQ anyway. He could have done. All that stuff, yeah, he, whether he, the ref was up or yeah, not, they, they, you know. They, yeah, I was gonna say, but they, I did love that he used the hardware like that. Like it really got a heel vibe. I mean, They're showering I him you with, saw with me, bullshit dude. chance. That's I, some, I was dying. That, that's some '90s heel work right there, in my opinion. Because he hit him with the one, and I, I remember just saying like, "Yo, if he hits him with all four belts, I'm gonna laugh my ass off." Yeah, and, and straight up, straight just started up, going down the line. Up. I was like, "This is hilarious." Man. Yeah, but I was surprised Orange did take the pin, albeit it was a uh, you know the whole Becky Ronda finish and that triple threat at Mania. Where you know she had her rolled up, and then she shifted over for the crucifix roll up for the pin. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was surprised because a lot of people thought that's why Pac was in there was to not make Orange take the pin and still make him look good. So I thought the other way around. Yeah, to I, be honest, yeah, it, it was yeah that, I, because I, Pac I don't think has ever been beat. Yeah, exactly. And I think like we said last week, he could kind of continue to make the 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 argument that Kenny's never beat me still. And you know maybe we get another one on one between them two with the actual program. Only if it comes with it. with another uh, you know another vignette of him standing you know full gear ready in the rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> with all four of his personalities. Well, the good thing out. about Kenny is how you did not beat me. Oh man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after this, of course, we get the announcement of Mark Henry, which we we did cover, which was a really good surprise, I'll say. Uh, and it brings us to the main event, I guess. I wouldn't have put it there, but uh, I would have probably cooled it off. Uh, I would have had the main event have been the title match, probably. I mean, the only reason why I knew it was going to be Stadium Stampede is because a, it's, uh, yeah, a, there's Jericho who wants his top billing. And then yeah, B, you talked about it going off the air last year. Yeah, too, they, yeah, they're the ones. Yeah, the. I mean, it was the first of its kind last year, so yeah. I get it. You want to, you know. Yeah. But it's weird that you want your live crowd to go off the the show yeah, watching is, these uh, these monitors. Yeah. But that was last year. This year they actually incorporated the monitors. Plus they had some live. Um. So I don't know if there was a little like you know everything that happened before they got out there was uh, pre-taped. I'm guessing. Yeah. Basically, when they came out to the crowd and MGF took that power bomb on the through the box right there by Jericho. Yeah. That was. That's right where they picked up from. See, I'm so. wondering though, like, how do you even like shit, like, dude, like, how do you? Did you you had to you had to film it like a couple of hours before to maintain the look and the bleeding. I would you know I would I, mean? I like, would assume fuck. so or or yeah maybe man. That's so. that's, that's insane because at the same time you would think that if you're at Daily's place you would have an eyesight uh, at, at, or an eye line at yeah. some point of what angle you're at to be like, yo we can see the football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can see the stadium. Ain't nobody over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all niggas lying, like you know. Yeah. So, it's and, but, like, but I agree with you. I mean, they're uh, asking a lot of the, a live audience. Yeah, I mean, it, it went over just thirty minutes. It's thirty-one Fuck. and seventeen without entrances, which there was. I mean, no don't, don't get me wrong. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, I'll, I'll say, it. I didn't mind the inner circles over exaggerate entrance because it's like just Them in case almost died. Yeah, yo. yeah, for sure. But just in case Jesus. it was, a, if they, if they did lose. That would have been a good visual. Like, like it, it was kind of like, a, like let's let's dive into battle one like last time. No lie though, like I know you've seen that that footage of when the Brood did the same thing uh, during that Hell in a Cell versus uh, Undertaker and Big Boss Man. Yeah, 
and like Edge almost got fucking like yeah, that's right, bro. Like he made that shit. That was scary. But the, dude, the way they were bouncing, I'm like, y'all are not supposed to be bouncing. No, like no, that no. At yeah, all. but they were like, like laughing and shit. I was like, man, Jericho seems like the only guy who <laughs> knows like, how to do it. It's yeah, like I was like, are you gonna do the the witch laugh? Like he yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I love FTR's entrance with Tully in the back of the truck. Uh, I, know, I, was cool. I I didn't mind the Jaguars coach's cameo where he's just like, holy shit, because oh yeah, we got Conan that had a cameo as well. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. mind his. I didn't even mind him uh, kind of stopping Tully so they can, you know, catch the fair one. You know what I'm saying? Because I did like, I, I like the action with Proud and Powerful and FTR without the club theatrics. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, bro, ain't nobody at a club while this event's going on. No, I you mean, know what I mean? Well, it's still a pandemic. Like, let's keep I it mean, real. I mean, well, possibly like, it's Memorial Day and it's in Florida, so there's that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it could Florida be just, it, it could be a man. staff party or something. But, but it was funny is, like, I saw that they reposted that, that uh, clip of it. Yeah. And they were like, man, this shit reminded us just like uh, of the tunnel in New York back in Brooklyn. I was no. like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, so it's going to go over so many people's heads. Yeah, yeah, know, for sure. You know, what the area is and all that. Yeah, no, but yeah, for sure. I thought it was cool. I mean. I liked Hager's spine buster, too, through the, that, what was it, like a wooden shelf oh, off yeah, the golf cart or whatever? Yeah, him and Warlow were fucking each yeah. other up. But, you know what, the thing is, that was the only thing I liked from Hager. A lot of stuff. You pointed it out. I didn't even see it. You know, a lot of people were talking about it. First of all, obviously a fake wall. I'm getting tired of the fake walls. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah, going to yeah. do a fake wall, like, just don't do it. I mean, well, even well, when, well, when well, Mercedes, not Mercedes, uh, Raquel put EO through a wall, it looked way better than that. I mean, what I said was, if you're going to put someone through a fake wall, it should just be like the 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 circle or that area that you put them through. But when you knock down a whole entire fucking wall, you're like, oh, okay, this is a fake wall. Yeah. Don't ma- I mean, no one wants to make, like... I understand oh, y'all are yep. big dudes, but, like, yeah, that, that's saying, like, y'all can come to my house and go through the the, the freaking <laughs> wall over here and y'all gonna, like, knock, knock off the foundation it, of, yeah. of, the, of the crib. You if know you what can't mean? make it look believable, then don't try it. That, that's how I, I You feel. know what? They must have been concrete as well <clears throat> Man, as we uh, move seriously. forward. Seriously, or I loved how, um, <laughs> uh, actually, JR... Instead of calling it gold or platinum, says that the belts are steel. It's like you know, when when Kenny was hitting what's his name over. It's like, dude, are you crazy? Look, like there's such thing as steel plating. But yeah. To say that the whole thing is steel, you know how heavy that yeah, would be. Yeah. You know, it, it was. Supposed to, yeah, like these are like like Thor hammers. He's yeah. Wielding, it was, it was a like, bit irresponsible, down. but uh, the fake pigs and that. You know, because obviously it's off season. I don't oh, know yeah, why. The they, I mean, maybe because people work there, they would have, you know. A, a, a ice truck or whatever it is there, but the, the it was clearly fake. That that wasn't. They didn't do anything, and I felt like the fact that they had two scenes was just weird. I would have just preferred the second scene. It didn't have all the fake shit in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's just one of those things where I understand this, this is the entertainment part of sports entertainment, but you also don't want to remind people that we're also witnessing something that's not probable. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. want to remind them that this is a production. Speaking of um, that, how choreographed Spears and Sammy looked. I, 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 it was a cool intro for Spears, but it just oh, looked like yeah, a stunt he, show. He like, walked into like that, that equipment room of nothing but chairs. Yeah. You know, and he, he was like looking like, uh, what's that one cat? Uh, uh, I can't even remember. Just, just dismiss me. I can't remember. No, you good. Uh, and then Jericho, I mean, I don't know, some of the logic, pre-hiding Floyd, like how? You know, and, and then and then it was I, weird that why would the there be a claw now. hammer in a boardroom? Like that was that was really weird. I have the reference now. <laughs> oh, do, oh, oh, get it. Crazy sam- painted face samurai from Three Ninjas on the boat. Yep, there you go. There that, you go. That, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. In that weird room. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like there's a reason you're in here by yourself. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can't see the padded rooms. Yeah, yeah you got the candles I'm lit. You, I'm telling you, he's supposed to be the one that's snapping. Uh, which I'm not. I'm not against. But yeah, that whole the ball peen hammer thing or the claw hammer. Yeah. 
uh, that was weird. And then like, yeah, like, oh, you know what? Uh, this is a. Uh, this is uh, Tony Khan's dad's office, but when he's not here, I, this is where I hide Floyd. Like, yeah, oh, seriously. Okay. And then here, here are the last cons, because just to cop it off. Inner Circle MC being recognized so quickly in commentary as if they lasted longer than one episode. As if it wasn't just for AJ yeah. uh, Francis's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sammy and Spears, although it was cool that they took, I love that they took it back to the to the ring, and I love the 630. Awesome looking 630. You know, Inner Circle did get the win because of that. Hype. Yeah. But the fact that they were the only two that were remaining members, I thought that was kind of lame. Um, you know, because I, I thought like there could have been more of a, uh, maybe proud and powerful and FTRs down there. Like, you know what I mean? Because it, it just kind of, to me, would make yeah, more sense. Yeah, the fact that it was just them two, yeah, it was yeah. weird. I'm there like, wasn't any finality in their segment. You know what I mean? Where it was like, oh, one team got the better of the other. Like, And then you, you know had I mean? Jericho and MJF who kind of breached the outside or into the crowd first, but then they're not seen for the finish. Yeah. Which you would think those two would kind of, I mean, I get the reason why. I mean, uh, to me, obviously, I think this whole feud is propped up to uh put over sammy and and sean and, yeah. and a feud as well as ftr pnp yeah um but you would think because it started with jericho and mgf and so did the last one where you hit with him throwing them off the thing yeah that they would have uh probably revolved you know uh the, the finish around them but again i can understand jericho has his arm I, that was, yeah dude, and that was the- all, how did how did freaking jericho do the, the whole tightrope entrance when his arm's supposed to be like dislocated see and that See, I didn't even think about that. I was more mad at the the lack of healed attacks to his injured arm. Like, I mean, he got is, the, yeah, he got the brace off at some yeah, point, but yeah, so late but in it the took, game. Yeah, yeah, so like at no point, I didn't see him really slam it on anything. Like, he, you know, he he threatened the claw hammer with it, got <laughs> whacked in the face with, with a basura. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just it is what it is. You know what I mean? But it was. I think they shouldn't have claimed it was going to be so much more serious than last year because it still yeah, definitely would, that, had its it, it was it was different that, that that's still wacky and yeah I, and it's yeah. i don't I, I i hate saying this but i feel like the first one may be better but i do very much like that it ended inside the arena in the ring that that's it, the, i think they learned how to go off the the air with that, that you know that what was mean? that's what i liked as well i think what i mean i know i was harping about it while we were watching it just because i think dax just made it a point to be like you know this isn't going to be you no know, like saturday night live yeah there's not going to be like you said all these hijinks and whatnot but then there ended up being a lot you know not a lot but kind of a few callbacks or a different spin on the some of the stuff they did last time which yep. again sports entertainment i get it uh, especially if you're going to have people watching on a freaking monitor live, then you yeah. need to keep them entertained, right? Yeah. Um, doesn't mean it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just commenting on the logic of it, you know. But um, I did like that it did end in the ring this time because I thought that was important, especially when you have the return of live crowd You need it, and you're going off the air with that. You need to give them a moment. Uh, you need to give them a piece of what you guys put together. Um, you know, it's just, you know. I don't know what where else this uh this this goes. I don't think that it should necessarily always be a annual thing. Yeah. Um I mean two years in a row isn't bad, but if they were to take a break next year and focus on a different match or a different uh contender. Yeah. You know, as far as how, how they want to close out that show, that ain't bad because especially that's the thing, like inner circle is not gonna be around forever. The elite's already fragmented yeah, right now. I mean, now. that was kind of my con is I, I kinda felt, you know what, I did don't get me wrong. I didn't knowing that this there's more to go with this program according to how Jericho's talking. I didn't think they were going to break up. But after our episode last week, Mark made a very good point. They 
it's almost two years now, like they can break up and it, it's really not so well, it's, it's, it's almost for the better that they do. Yeah. Because yeah. It, the, it really the results speak for themselves. Like no one's else has held gold and it's very much a crime. I mean, I, I, I told you Hager should have been TNT champ by now. Um, yeah. You know, not to say that Sammy couldn't have been, but I mean, you know, you want to put over the big hurt, then I mean, you got that's the litmus test for the mid card right there, dude. Exactly. Uh, you got yeah. PNP who should have been, you know, at least flirting with gold and not just beefing with random people, you know, people. Yeah. I still miss the fact, I mean, they don't put nobody down with no power bombs anymore with the spray paint. Yeah. Like, I mean, they was, came out like, I was ill, like just taking dudes out. And then it took so long for them to get back to face the Bucks. In a tag title matchup, yeah, remember, I, and then it, and it just was like more yeah, about advancing the storyline. Obviously, so. we I know that Santana was dealing with a lot of stuff too, uh, personally. Very true. So he took a little. But they bit let of time off of them before that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, yeah, they can definitely survive, especially like I, I always say that proud and powerful need to split away to the tag thing. I wouldn't mind if Sammy were to kick it with them. I think yep. it would help strengthen him as well. Yep. Um, but I also think that Hager should stick with Jericho. I mean, I don't think that. Jericho needs to keep his thumb on him, but I think the the logical thing here is to keep them together as a heavy. Yeah, I, his back, or at least and honestly, Shawn, Michael, Shawn Michaels Diesel. That bitch I almost point, wonder you know? if if uh, Jake the Snake would be a better mentor for him, or if maybe if Team Taz got Hager, that might be bad. Mm-hmm. Not, not, might not be too bad. I mean, I don't want to see him with the FT Dub title just to usurp you know Brian's spot, but you know. I, I kind of wouldn't be mad at that. Somebody that could that yeah, could, that'd be kind of cool because yeah. you know it makes sense for someone to be like Hook can learn something from him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he's a real MMA guy. Yep, wrestler. That, that ain't too bad. You know, another pairing I was thinking about before we take a break here. I know we got to take a break. We've been talking forever, mm-hmm. man. Um, but I couldn't help but think that maybe them two would have been a great uh, team together as far as helping each other out uh, before the. I mean, even if you wanted to put him with Tully. Uh, before the pinnacle thing is uh, maybe Sean Spears and Ricky uh, Ricky Starks. Yeah, we've talked about that before too. Or even them, uh, whether they are on the same page or uh, in a program, I think it would be pretty cool. Because I mean, so. something I mean, something needs to change. Ricky does not fit the aesthetic of Team Taz. I mean, that's just yeah. I mean, I don't mind them being there, but absolutely, we, it, it, it's kind of like the same thing we're saying with like Inner Circle. Like they all have a role. But they're kind of just running in place. And at least with Inner Circle, they're get, kind of getting the rub from Jericho, which at least once they actually all win gold, like when when they're out of the Inner Circle, they're going to be over like Rover. Ain't no sure. lie, though. You know now I, mean? I think about it, and you brought it up last week. I could also see Proud and Powerful and, and Sammy taking the trios championships. That'd be pretty dope. That might, yeah, I might yeah. be lit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, we're gonna take a break, man. Uh, take a real quick break, do some ads, and then of course we gotta come back with the, uh, I guess, the brand warfare coverage of the week. Uh, again, uh, we got dynamite on Friday, so we're gonna have to cover that, uh, mush that in with next week. Uh, but we do have NXT, uh, which yeah. got off to quite a start uh, this week. But first, oh, we got the we got the the ads, and uh, we'll be right back, man. At GCF, subject to change, we saw some familiar faces. You heard the song, you know the name. He is back. It's been a while, but the toxic one is in the dojo. We have toxicity in the city here. We introduced you to some new faces. 
subject that changes the name of the game as we have more surprises here. The Lucha Homies. I wonder what business they have. Look at this guy. Look at look at this guy. Katie Cassie. Got the black and gold going. Looking a little bit royal. I like this. We gave you uh, Goldie the Gold Coast Bear. Oh, I guess uh, give the people what they want. Watch the action. Experience the fastest growing brand of sports entertainment in Orange County today. Follow the Fed and relive every moment with your video on demand tickets still available at the link below. GCF presents Subject to Change. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third? Yep. He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep. 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 Yeet. Nah, nah. You're I, I thought I was Mero for a second. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Are you Mero? Game over. I like to thank oh. my God for making me stronger than everybody else. <laughs> man. I saw somebody write. Uh, please, dear God, please continue to bless Miro with all the gifts to continue. Man, to see, <laughs> love it. Love you know it's so hilarious though. It's working. It's working. But it's you know working, what, man? Speaking of work, I'm gonna give him this work right here because I got my work cut out for me. First hour of NXT. Um, I know you guys are shocked. Usually Doc handles the mantle. Yeah. Uh, that goes into the the you know the black and gold brand. But you know what? We decided to split it up just a little bit. Um, but you know we're gonna get into it. It is, uh, I was actually surprised this was the first match uh, on the docket. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, same. The, the same. triple threat for the NXT, or the number one contendership? Yes. Uh, why wouldn't this, uh, I, I don't know. But you and, know what? And I'll the, be the, honest, this that's started, why I, I, not to interrupt you, but when I reached out to you about doing, splitting the show, I did it giving you our one, fully believing my work would be cut out for me. I did not anticipate like, <laughs> this match opening, let yeah, alone being you, in the first hour whatsoever. The, I'm going to take the second hour with the dope main event. Uh, you can have your hands full with a meaningless no, I, I, match. I, just, uh, I just figured it was just going to be a lot of writing. So I was trying to uh, give you the it, least. It was, and uh, I mean, I'm just going to get right into yeah. it. I mean, because again, I, I'm surprised. I mean, they didn't end with this, but uh, yeah, this threat. actually uh, was the, what, the catalyst for a swell of tension throughout the night, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Um, So, Pete Dunn, yeah. Johnny Gargano, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Air guitar, Kyle. Uh, Dunn hits a, a basement drop kick. Uh, then we then get dueling forearm shots to start off the match as well. Kyle tries for the hill lock on Gargano until Dunn simultaneously locks in the cross arm bar on yeah. Kyle before the ref breaks it up. Uh, Kyle drops some knee strikes down on Gargano before we see two uh, a two-for-one spot here where uh, we get a joint manipulation on both Gargano and Kyle and stomps on both their hands. Yeah, boy. Uh, Kyle hits a double uh, dragon screw on, on both uh, Dunn and Gargano. We get a lot of two-for-one spots yeah. in this one, man. Yeah, man. Um, Kyle and Dunn trade ankle locks as well as Gargano tries for the final B DDT early, uh, but Dunn counters with some more joint manipulation. Uh, Gargano hits a big step-up tornado DDT for a near fall on Kyle before going picture-in-picture. Uh, during uh, picture in picture, Dunn flattens Gargano with a, a, a huge clothesline. Yeah. Uh, Kyle hits. Huge. Uh, yeah. Uh, he hits the the double uh, butterfly suplex combo on Dunn, and then he releases and hits the third 
on Gargano, who then lands on top of Dunn, which yeah. was uh, pretty creative there. Yeah. Uh, Kyle takes out Dunn with the flying knee off the apron now. Gargano takes out Kyle with the suicide dive, then hits another suicide dive on Dunn, yep. and then hits Kyle again with another suicide dive. Man, very selfish. Uh, uh, freaking, I don't know. Yeah, Gargano, Gargano was on one, man. Yeah. Uh, he then hits the, the slingshot spear for a near fall on Kyle as well. Uh, Gargano goes for the uh, the lawn dart, but uh, Dunn breaks it up with some stiff kicks on both men before hitting a sit-out powerbomb on Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, follows up with the, like ex- bomb. with the X-plex on Gargano. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gargano tries for his rolling kick uh, that I, I wrote that he stole from Kalisto. <laughs> uh, but Kyle counters uh, with the heel hook, which I thought was real creative as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dunn breaks that up, tries for the bitter end, but uh, Gargano counters with the uh, the spin around DDT uh, and lands a two for one lawn dart in the corner as oh, well. Oh, yeah. I told you it was going to get a lot of two yeah. for one. A lot of deals, a lot of discounts. Yeah, but that one was like re- very well, uh, whoever booked that into the match. That was really good. Well done. Scotty too hotty. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, all three men trade strikes as Kyle hits the uh, knock the fuck out, but are the KTFO for those that are sorry. Uh, Get familiar. Earmuffs. <laughs> uh, but get super kicked by Gargano, who then returns fire with a double rebound lariat on both men. Uh, Gargano. Everybody down. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, pretty everybody was free. It was. It's a damn car wreck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gargano locks in the Gargano escape on Dunn, who counters out and hits the bitter end on Gargano for the pin. But Kyle breaks it up out of nowhere with the diving knee as we're kind of back to square one at this point. Uh, we get a double uh, clothesline spot on the outside between Kyle and Dunn. Oh, man, that was and, such a and hard And to be honest, to right when I was getting tired of writing this shit down, Something happens. Yeah. Because I was thinking, I think I, I told you off off mic, I was like, you know, it's been a while since we've seen uh, Cole, since right, the, the poolside, uh, you know, interview. Yeah. And I was thinking, I think he's going to cost Kyle his shot, but actually I'm something more sinister in uh, in mine, huh? Yeah. I, I thought maybe the same, but yeah, that definitely had more more hunger <laughs> yeah, he, on his plate for sure. Adam Cole comes out of nowhere and hits Kyle and Dunn with a chair. And then throws the chair at uh, 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 an arriving Gargano who tries for the suicide dive. Yeah. Uh, he then hits uh, or pretty much kind of attacks the ref by shrugging him off. Uh, and then him and Dunn get the tussling and they back into the ref again. Yeah. Uh, Sandwich then, him into the plexiglass. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, they, I was like trying to figure out what that what it is they do. Uh, but he hit it was actually, like a hockey tie up type of thing, and he just like rushed him into the. And he like charged into the thing, and the ref just happened to be there. He's it was like, one of those deals. Fuck you, bitch boy. What'd you say, Dunn? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> he hits Dunn with the brain buster on the outside. Cool, man. That, that thing looks flush, stiff. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, then hits Kyle with the last shot, uh, Shining Wizard behind his back. No, Sla- he, no he hit him uh, straight up. He Did hit he? Gargano. On oh, the back. That, yeah. I thought he hit both, both uh, from the. Okay. Uh, pause from the back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, slides in and hits Gargano with the last shot as well. Uh, Regal and security come out fuming oh, as yeah. they are having to physically remove Adam Cole, uh, you know, from the arena. I'll leave. And uh, I'll leave. on his way out, he gets that little super kick out on yeah. Kyle one last time before but, he leaves. But, but, but I'll leave. I'll leave. I'll leave. On my own terms, mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he I goes right I'd, back to you. I said I'd leave, dude. Calm down. Calm. Cool it. Cool your yeah, jets. Cool, cool your jets. Cool your jets. Uh, so, the, I, I mean, we went to commercial immediately from here. Uh, we came back. It seemed like they were still trying to get things in order. Then Amber Moon. Just kind of walks yeah. by the mayhem, and she's just making a beeline to the ring, grabs a mic, calls out Raquel for what she did the Shotzi last week uh, yep. with the post-match beatdown, mm-hmm. and uh, threatens to hold the show hostage, which never works, Yeah, until she gets her big ass out there, quote-unquote. 
Uh, Raquel comes out, but Rico is now back out there trying to prevent her from going down to the ring. Mm-hmm. But uh, Raquel outmaneuvers him, uh, you know, pretty much moves him out the way and tries uh, to confront Ember, who uh, hits her with a few forearms uh, before Raquel uh, kind of retreats. A little quick squirmish. And then uh, Dakota Kai attacks Ember from behind out of nowhere while uh, Rico has his back turned. Uh, obviously, his hands filled dealing with Raquel. Uh, I mean, I was. I mean, again, we're yeah. Getting, she left in lane with, with a little bicycle kick uh, through the ropes, uh, which looked pretty flush, I will say. So, but uh, yeah, no, it looked like shit because it had to get flushed. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. Thank I'm you, sorry. thank you, Amber. I love you. Um, Great pun work, dog. No. You know, you know, I, I'm kind of punny myself. You know, what I'm saying no pun intended. <laughs> Clutch pun work, bro. I love no. it. Uh, that episode was on the other day too. Anyways, <laughs> for my office watchers over there. Yeah. Uh, we had a backstage promo from LDF here. We had uh, Escobar, who was kind of leading the charge, saying that he'll be in the corner of uh, Joaquin. Joaquin? Yeah. Joaquin I Wild. Just, I just say Wild and Raul. Thank you. I was like, I always, as soon as I think Joaquin, I, I space out on yeah. Raul. I don't know why. Uh, during their tag team championship match against uh, current champs, MSK. And, uh, all night and all day. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, says that they will do what they do best, and that is take what's there. So, you know. More yeah. or less, short and sweet. Yeah. From here, we got, yeah, let me talk to him. L.A. Knight comes <laughs> out with a mic in hand. Yeah. Before he uh, tells him to hit the L.A. jam. Yeah. Uh, cuts a promo about Jake Atlas uh, drawing the, the the short stick of the week. Love it. And uh, says that he knows that Ted DiBiase will be watching from the back and says he is the only one fit uh, to carry the million-dollar legacy. Yeah. Uh, from here, we did get a pre-tape. This is kind of a weird way to produce uh, this show. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, we then, yeah, I'm thinking the match is going to start, but we get a pre-tape of an earlier segment where Drake Maverick uh, is shown in the parking lot arriving to the CWC. Uh, he's starting to get interviewed about possibly sticking his nose uh, in Indy and Dexter's business from last week. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. uh, but before he can respond, he gets confronted out of nowhere by Everize. And before he can respond to them, uh, another SUV pulls up out of nowhere and out jumps Hit Row, who approach all three men and call them clowns. <laughs> uh, Maverick has some words for Swerve and crew, uh, but Killian Dan comes out of nowhere to save his ass from getting jumped. <laughs> Uh, Top Dollar tells him if he's feeling froggy to leap, which I laugh because, you know, of course, Maverick's like, I'm leaping. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. leap. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Swerve warns both men to be careful or they may end up on the hit list before making their exit off camera. I like a dot. What do he say? He said, uh, yo, you need to pause, rewind, and watch your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, where are you getting these from? The only, the only thing I, it was weird was like, he said it, but then like AJ is like backing him up like a hype man. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like all right, it's cool. But like when it comes off, Rehearse. I don't know if yeah. I like it like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, uh, back to the match as we start. Uh, uh, Jake Atlas versus LA Knight. Shout out to Jake Atlas. Yo, by the this way. was a great match. Though. Yeah, this was a good match. Uh, a good time. Like it was longer than I thought it was gonna be. It was a good time. Yeah, Not a long time. I know. I. Uh, <laughs> Atlas overwhelms Knight early with some uh, arm drags and quick pins. Uh, Knight tries for the sunset flip, but uh, Atlas counters with a very near fall. Uh, Atlas uh, lands a huge boot. But Drake takes him down with a stun gun on the ropes and a jumping neck breaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, from here, Ted DiBiase strolls down the aisle uh, at this point to get a closer look on the match. Uh, Atlas hits a springboard sunset flip pin, which I thought was really uh, unique. Yeah, that's how uh, he beat uh, who was it? Cameron Grimes last week. That's how he. Uh, who? No, it wasn't Cameron. It was somebody. No, else. he didn't beat. I don't think he beat Atlas. He, no, he? he beat somebody though with that springboard uh, victory or uh, sunset flip uh, mm-hmm. not too long ago, like a couple weeks ago. But yeah, uh, but yeah, he was able to hit that while he, uh, Knight was distracted. You know, he kept trying to like freaking. He was like paying too much homage, bro. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but a Knight kicks out and hits the tilt to world power slam. 
Uh, yeah. Drake hits the slingshot uh, uh, shoulder block as well, or I call him Drake. Uh, I'm sorry, Knight. Yeah, I'm calling. I'm going back to Eli Drake. L A uh, Knight. L A Drake here. Uh, <laughs> he hits a slingshot uh, shoulder block before commercial. Uh, Knight hits a suplex neckbreaker counter on Atlas. Oh yeah. Uh, L A tries multiple times for the million dollar dream, but. Yeah. Uh, Alice fights it off and hits a half, uh, what I call a half Nelson, like ripcord clothesline, uh, follows yeah, up. Yeah, that, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. He just kind of like, he, he hooked them and then threw them back around. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was almost like how, uh, how homicide used to hit the gringo. Cut, oh like yeah, that. you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, he also follows up with a bicycle knee and a brain buster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then at this point, Cameron Grimes comes out and joins Ted DiBiase to watch the match and try to convince DiBiase he kind of backed the wrong horse here. Uh, the only thing I felt I felt like that just kind of overshadowed uh, Atlas's uh, opportunity here. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but anyways, uh, Knight goes for the the blunt force trauma, but Atlas counters with the cartwheel Death Valley bomb, which I guess is up for free grabs now. I mean, he has done it. I yeah, hundred percent on, on TV. But yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I've seen I, him do I, it on the Indies as yeah, well. Mm-hmm. Uh, then follows up with the standing moonsault for a near fall, but the finish comes when Atlas hits the DD uh, the cartwheel DDT, I should say, on Knight for the win. Much the Grimes' delight as DiBiase walks off shaking his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, much like he did uh, last week when uh, Grimes was upset by uh, the hands yeah. <laughs> of uh, L.A. Knight. Yeah, definitely. Who let him know, no, I it's, mean, on, it's on site, my genius. You don't tell somebody, hey, I'm going to whip your ass straight to the moon and then take your attention. So calmly me. with the suit Yeah, on. you know what I mean? You, you, <laughs> you, got you ain't too even much. got an undershirt. Yeah, I see you your feeling chest, yourself too much. Yeah. got your chest hair staring at me while you say it. I don't like come on, that. Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, we cut uh, to backstage in the training room area as all three competitors from the triple threat match earlier are being mm-hmm. tended to uh, after being attacked by Adam Cole. Uh, Oni Lorcan is there and is quite aggressively rushing the cameraman out of the room yeah. uh, before letting him know that if uh, if it wasn't for Cole uh, attacking Pete Dunne, that he would be the number one contender. Of course, Austin Theory overhears this and confronts Oni over his comments as he believes that Johnny Gargano would have won the match. Papa John. Uh, the two get into a shoving match with Theory kind of going hard for Papa John. Yeah, I, I, you, I yeah this is you. a good, I like this segment. It really added to the uh, the chaoticness or the, the you know, the the mood set from the you know, opening oh, match. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. And uh, as security again rushes in to separate, uh, you know, the two men from coming to blows. Mm-hmm. Uh, after this, we got kind of like a, uh, I don't know if he just he was just waiting for uh, Cole to walk by or what, because it seemed like DiBiase got kind of lost here. Yeah. Uh, Ted DiBiase gets interviewed almost immediately uh, about who he thinks should be the one to carry on the million dollar legacy. And while he's responding, he gets interrupted by the side of Adam Cole making a, another beeline to the ring. Uh, again, after being escorted by security and Commissioner Regal yeah. uh, earlier the night. So, of course, we go to commercial from here. Uh, during the commercial, we get a commercial for... NXT in your house, as they uh, you know, also hype up the return of music artist Poppy yep. multiple times throughout the broadcast. Uh, I thought it was uh, kind of curious that she's coming to uh, an actual event. Yeah, as and opposed then, to like a special pay per view or like in your house, and and I th- I also thought that too because not to jump, but during I mean, there's a point where she's brought up during Larray's uh, segment backstage, and she makes the comment of, "Oh, well, I mean, you got a tag team champions in front of you, and you're talking about Poppy. Like, was she trying to be the next Bad Bunny?" And it's just like, hmm, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna wait to see if there's something else backing that because now I'm like, is Poppy gonna slap you or something in a match or something like? You know what I mean? Like it, it, it just—it's weird to mention that and go mention that specific uh, potential scenario. You know what I'm saying? Without uh, yeah, I wasn't mad at it, but yeah, usually if they're gonna bring shine a little light on, it, maybe maybe to see if there's any interest. Yeah, 
how well the segment they, they did. They use her music like, quite uh, quite often. To yeah, they do. Yeah, she she yeah. usually is like the soundtrack to a lot of their takeovers and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it wouldn't. It's not foreign. Yeah, that she'd be at a takeover, which is why I'm like, yeah. well, this is just regular TV, right? Like, I mean, does, does anyone, any casual fan, even know what she looks like if they were to yeah. come across her? Yeah, she's pretty. Um, she's no fairly popular. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's. I don't know how how big the crossover is. Of the demographic oh, from I, one I, to the other. Oh, I got you. Know. To, I mean, she, she's she's performed live before, though. But yeah, I get you. I man. mean, you would think they would save that for when they go to the live crowd. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's very true. So I mean, Which that was another. That's thought. July, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyways, uh, before we uh, switch gears to the second hour here, we did have Adam Cole yes, back sir. with the mic in his hand. Man, uh, he the says best place for that microphone to be, bro. He was. I mean, you know, I I, I summarized some of the stuff that he said. You know, I kind of combined some things because he was just yeah, he, he was, was kicking them them yeah facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Cole says it's almost been two years to the day since uh, you know him first winning the NXT Championship. Says he uh, sat and watched everyone fail to live up to his legacy as he was out for the last two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just took out three of NXT's top stars in one night by himself and proclaims himself the real number one contender. Loved it. Then he uh, calls out Cross. Says he sees through the monster everyone else thinks he is and says he's an overrated musclehead who mm-hmm. uh, doesn't deserve to be in the same ring as him. Cross, of course, answers the call and comes out to respond to Cole, uh, which, you know, he calls his motives uh, earlier that night very understandable, but uh, also calls him a little man and tells him no matter uh, what he does, it doesn't change anything in the grand scheme of things because the moment that he signed the NXT, he was no longer looked at as special Yeah, he in, was. Refer- in reference to Cole. Mm-hmm. Cole then says that NXT has managed to do everything in their power to make him feel special. Uh, you know what they say that the lights, the fog machine, the music, the, the girl. girl. Says mm-hmm. the only thing they they uh, they need me to do to make Adam Cole look special is ring the freaking bell. Love which it. I yeah I love that as well because uh, he's proved it. He hasn't had a bad match. You mm-hmm. know I mean even against Pat McAfee yeah. dude like <laughs> uh, I love it's like you might be this but you ain't Adam Cole back back. Like yeah. I just love how like it doesn't matter. No the confidence was through the roof. Yeah, yeah he definitely. he wasn't he wasn't. I mean there's most people who are just like oh shit. It's just like crossed. that line will never come off. No, you know no. what I mean, or not, not go. You know what I mean? It's always gonna be like a zinger for me. So he says he's not special. He's just a guy with his property. Yeah, uh, oh, Re- man. Yeah, man. Regal then makes a third appearance in the show, mm. interrupts and tries to reprimand Cole for his actions, but Cross tells Regal to shut up. Which I was like, oh, yeah, because he's like, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to weasel your way in, and he he just got cut off. Yeah, uh, and that he he doesn't care what either of them think, and that this is only about what he wants to do at the end of the day, and what what he wants is he wants all four men. In the fatal four way, mm. I'm sorry, fatal five way. Yeah, for in your house, meaning Karrion Cross defending the NXT Championship against Adam Cole, baby, Johnny Gargano, <laughs> Johnny Gargano, the way. Pete Dunne, <laughs> Shrug, Kyle O'Reilly, cool. cool. Hey guys, it's me, I'm Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Anyone know the way to the chicken? Beach? No, my bad. Chicken butt. Chicken butt. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. That's chicken butt. Uh, but yeah, tense stare down before Cole exits the ring, climbs to the, uh, on top of the announcer's table to taunt Cross on the outside oh, yeah. before throwing that water bottle at them before exiting through the crowd, which I was like, yo, that was some bitch shit, but that low-key looked like that was some like- A little low- shoot. I mean, yeah. they were there was a lot of off-mic dialogue. Um before yeah, I mean, even even while they're said, yeah, even he while said, they're you're not ready for me. I'm a different level of athlete. Like he, that's even what he said. I I'm heard a, him. He even said I'm a different breed. Yeah, like, and, yeah, and yeah. he said, dude, when he was like, because I heard him say, we don't gotta talk. Wait to go to the back. Let's talk about it in here. Mm-hmm. And he said that early in his in his promo, and then at one point he even said off mic, dude, I will blast you the minute we go back. Like like you really like for real. Like you know, and then 
even that whole thing with the table, I thought it was impromptu because, you know, he rips the thing off the table. He he throws everything off. He gets on top, says, I run this show. Like, even, even though you have the title, I will never not run this show. You know, and it was like kind of... I, I feel like there's some blurring of the lines going on, man. Because even with, like you said, with that with that water thing, it was kind of a bitch move, which is not out of his wheelhouse. But Cross looked legitimately pissed because that's his girl. You know what I mean? And it looked like she, he had to uh, shoot, step in, and shield her from the water. Like it didn't look like it was something Cole thought about at all. Like you know what I mean? Which makes him even a bigger asshole. Which just makes him a better Adam Cole. So yeah, that that, that was a pretty good uh, segment. No, for I, sure. I thought it was a great segment. I mean, it was again. I, I mean, there was a little bit of realism because of the fact that he had <clears throat> Cross looking like he just he, he was like kind of still in the street gear too. You yeah, know yeah I mean? well, for sure. I, I don't know. It was. Uh, it is interesting, but mm-hmm. the only thing is like he's the biggest guy in the whole match. Yeah, probably next to like uh, I would say Dunn probably. Yeah, Dunn. Yeah. So I would say it goes him to Dunn to probably Kyle Cole and Gargano, <laughs> which is crazy if you look at it like that because Gargano's definitely the smallest guy in the bunch. So, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Man, I'm not mad at the you know it's like basically like they coined it later in the show. Um, you know, carrying cross versus the field, basically like uh, he, he wants to take on. All comers, so I, I mean, it's very interesting, and it's gonna make in a, uh in your house more musty. I was already interested who's gonna win the triple threat to take on Cross at uh the next pay, but now he's taking them all on. So, but uh, that was our one, right? That was our one. Yeah, so I, I, you know, not, not not a bad, not a bad one. Let, let me get a go at it. I mean, I obviously like, dude, that, that first match that was me chopping shit out. Oh yeah, I, oh yeah, there yeah was, trust me, there was I, I a watched lot it. going down. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's all good, man. But I went ahead and took over. Uh, I took notes for hour two, and I'll go ahead and pick up right where we left off. Right after that, we do get a backstage segment uh, with Larray. She's talking about Johnny uh, beating uh, carrying across the takeover, you know, and we noticed that Indy's behind her listening to music on her headphones. Phones. Uh, Lorray kind of disses Poppy, which we talked about earlier, uh, and then she discovers Indy's listening to '80s power ballads and uh, puts a stop to it to kind of end the segment. And when I say puts a stop to it, she takes the headphones off and leaves them like on a speaker. I don't know what it was like, like on a on a trunk or something. And the way the camera pans to it, it's like clearly it's going to come back into play at some point, right? Uh, and I'll probably just jump to that at that point. Indy's headphones is shown, still playing that power ballad, when Dexter Loomis comes into frame. He uh, puts the headphones on, listens to the song for a bit with his eyes closed, and then he sheds a single tear before he walks off. And that's all we got from, you know, because we usually can expect a uh, constant threading of the way throughout the show on a week-to-week for uh, NXT. But uh, this takes us to a vignette from Carmelo Hayes, the... uh, Former Christian Casanova, we talked about a little bit a couple of episodes ago. You had talked about he had been showcased on, uh, I think it was 205 Live a couple times. We talked about his inclusion in the new class of talent that got signed to NXT not too long ago. Um, he's been on the on the indies for a little bit. Uh, I've seen him almost in like, I mean, just in so many like video packages of other people, but that's how many matches he's worked. So I know he definitely knows how to handle himself. But uh, he has a vignette. He says, uh, walking into the NXT door with this kind of opportunity, which is he actually is uh, answering the open Cruiserweight title challenge to Kushida uh, this night. And he says uh, getting that kind of opportunity is humbling, but he plans to make an impression on the whole world. Uh, calls himself, quote, the generational talent, and uh, says you'll see a UFO sooner than you'll ever see another one of him. Yeah, I like that. 
yeah, right? As the skills and abilities he, he possesses makes, uh, makes him once in a lifetime. Uh, he ends the segment by saying, in his humble opinion, you're looking at the new Cruiserweight champion. So I did like that. Uh, we do get a pre-tape promo uh, from T and Shaw to kind of follow up on, you know, marking, uh, you know, Mercedes Martinez last week. Uh, we see Z uh, Zaya, she's shown watching uh, her first round May Young Classic loss against Mercedes a couple years ago. Says uh, she hasn't forgotten about that match, about Mercedes trying to bring shame to her name and to uh, disgrace her family. And says she's been waiting to avenge that moment for four years now. And uh, But she's, she's a true warrior, uh, plans to hurt Mercedes bad at uh, TakeOver. And uh, Mercedes does answer back with a pre-tape of her own. Notes that, you know, she may be marked as uh, their next victim, but she's been a marked woman her whole career. Admits that uh, Zaya is a lot more dangerous and badass than she was in the Mae Young Classic, but so is she, which I really like that point that she made. Uh, also says uh, when it comes to blocking paths, it's Zaya who's blocking hers, not the other way around, because she's on the journey back to the woman's title. Because I did notice Zaya said, you're blocking my um, the path of my destiny. Uh, and then she says, you know, I may have beat you at the Mae Young Classic, but at TakeOver, I'm going to run, uh, run right through you. So uh, looks like that's going to be a match uh, set up for In Your House, uh, which, you know, I'm I'm all for. I'm not mad at that. So, But, uh, yeah, man, uh, this takes us to the Cruiserweight title open challenge, uh, Kushida defending against Carmella Hayes, man. And uh, for you know how I do it, man, I try to get the spots for everybody. Uh, Hayes, he shows out. A little kip-up basement Pele kick. Never seen that before. Uh, really dope springboard draping lateral leg drop. Uh, never seen someone do that either. Really reminiscent of Psychosis, but had his own little flair on it. Really like that. Uh, we did see a super kick from him and a tiebreaker. Uh, the new one where he kind of swings it TKO style to a, uh, you know, a knee face breaker. Uh, so, you know, I, I guess a lot of people do that move. I, I know Shotzi does it, but he definitely had it in his wheelhouse as well. Uh, we also see what kind of looked like a springboard sling blade, I guess, for two. Uh, and then he hits this uh, really innovative looking running tilt to world face buster. Um, it looked like that's that might be his finish, but he did kick out it too. On the other side, though, uh, the champ he hits the handstand back elbow, running handstand heel kick. Uh, this sends Hayes actually into the plexiglass. Uh, you know, he does that when yeah, someone's standing they, on the. Yeah, they didn't really call that though, man. Like that. Uh, they, yeah, because he he really jumped out there, man. He made a contact with that wall. Uh, we get a diving knee drop off the apron to Hayes' shoulder to kind of set up, you know, for the uh, hoverboard lock. Uh, but before that, we get the hip toss, cartwheel drop kick, fastball punch. And he actually hits another fastball punch when he counters a springboard attempt from Hayes. Uh, but this comes down, like I said, to the hoverboard lock. We do see Kushida uh, celebrate the win, but he does give a visible nod to Hayes with a much fanfare, I would say, even though it is, you know, the talent that's behind the plexiglass. But they were feeling uh, Hayes on, on the NXT debut, man. I, I'm not mad at it. No, nah, yeah, I, I thought it was a good look for him. Um, he looked good. Uh, I'm not mad at the the open uh, challenge aspect to it. Mm -hmm. uh, I just feel like there's a lot of people doing the open challenge thing. Um, a little bit. They kind of dialed it down a little bit, but um, I like that Kushida is going to be that guy that's going to help getting a lot a lot of these, uh, you know, a, a lot of these new talent. Uh, you know, to try to help them out and, you know, try to get them over, get them a good look as they come in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah definitely. Especially if, if it's going to be at the expense of him having a an impressive defense as well as an impressive uh, title. Def uh, you know what I mean? To yeah. keep the title. You know what and, I mean? So, I mean, we saw what it did to elevate the U.S. title when Cena did it, especially if it's on a week-to-week. -week. Um, it gives Kushida something to do. And, I mean, we heard Kyle coin that strap, the workhorse horse title. So why not? 
you know, presented as such. But uh, this brings us to a segment, MSK, they're backstage. They basically talk about the promo you brought up from LDF about, you know, the warrior spirit. They accuse them of uh, using using backhanded tactics to win the six-man last week. Nash says they're going to beat the brakes off of LDF, and they just vow to be and still champs by the end of the night. Of course, they hit the catchphrase. Uh, this brings us to another backstage segment with Frankie Monet. Uh, she's with her glam squad. Uh, very excited to read the reviews for her quote-unquote premiere last week. Uh, they read as, quote, the uh, Frankie Monet debut was perfect. Another one says, Frankie Monet picks up a quick win. Impressive debut. I'm hyped. Uh, while the uh, final one says, Frankie Monet killed her debut tonight. Welcome to La Era of Frankie Monet. Uh, and then she takes a moment to kind of tilt her shades and stare down the uh, barrel and say, I'm just getting started. So, you know, a little small continuity, even though, you know, it wasn't a huge win because I can't even remember the name of her opponent, but it seems like it's a slow burn before they get her really, you know, contending with the real contenders of the uh, women's division. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Zoe Stark teams up with Zeta Ramirez to go against The Way in, uh, you know, the tag champs would be Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Uh, Zoe and Zeta, they get a little bit of offense. Single leg drop kick by Zeta, super kick by Zoe, a front handspring jumping in Zaguri by Zoe as well. And uh, we do get some tandem offense, a wheelbarrow splash combo, for, uh, but Indy does break the pin. Uh, from the way we get a running neck snap by Lorray, one of her hits, and a running boot to Zeta's back by Indy that looked a little awkward. But uh, Lorray tags Indy, then hits the wicked stepsister before Indy follows up with the springboard elbow drop, which I guess she's calling pretty savage uh, for the win, which I'm not mad at actually. So uh, this takes us to a backstage I promo. I get it. I get it. <clears throat> Do you? Yep. I get yep. it. He gets it, guys. <laughs> uh, takes us to a backstage promo with Ember Moon. Uh, she's livid about you know the attack that happened earlier in the night. She calls Raquel's. Uh, she basically calls her a hypocrite for uh, you know claiming to be the most dominant champ, but using Dakota Kai to fight all her battles. She plans to hit Raquel where it hurts by uh, taking out her insurance policy in Dakota next week. Then she plans to take uh, Raquel's title at TakeOver to become a two-time women's champ, which I guess is a challenge she's laying down. Uh, says Raquel may be unstoppable, but hell hath no fury like Ember's Law. In TCB, right? Is that when they do that? Welcome to the fire pit. <laughs> and uh, that's basically the only match I have to announce that's official. Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai next week. And, of course, uh, Poppy will return. And, uh, I mean, it'll be interesting because it's not an event. Like you said, it's just regular TV. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, other than that, we have the uh, main event, uh, Legato Del Fantasma going against MSK for the tag team titles, man. Uh, one thing to mention, Santos does take a seat at ringside near the announce team at one point, and we do have GYV who did say they'd have their eyes on the match. They came it strolling down. It was weird down. that he wasn't on commentary though, right? I thought so too. It would have been better. But uh, GYV, they come strolling down the ramp. They tease involvement, uh, but we see Champa and Thatcher come down to kind of dispatch him back to the locker room, which I wasn't mad at. That way we get a you know straight up match. But uh, of course, I'm just going to call the spots. LDF, man, they had a gourd buster splash combo for two. Uh, we see an impressive cartwheel in Zaguri by Raul to West in the corner, as well as a uh, double spine buster double wishbone, double basement dropkick combo from LDF. Uh, we see a slingshot splash and a lion salt combo from Wild to kind of show off his athleticism as well before a roll actually blind tags at one point. He hits a rope walk shotgun dropkick and a twisting brain buster to West for a near fall. And we do see uh, something we haven't seen in a while since the days of Batista and Rey Mysterio teaming. We see a avalanche Hurricane Rana powerbomb combo to West for a near fall. 
Uh, and then at one point, we do see LDF. They send West to the floor, and uh, they distract the ref while Santos whips him hard into the steps, and he rolls him back in. They actually hit that Russian leg sweep running in Zaguri finish, but uh, Nash is able to break up the pin. On the other Yo, side... That, that was a very close breakup. Yeah, very, very much so. Good timing. Uh, on the champ side, MSK, to do hit that striking in Zaguri stomp combo. Uh, Wild does the uh, Papacito dance and eats a handstand Pele kick from West early on. We do see a triangle moonsault and senton plant uh, in stereo to LDF on the floor. And at one point, uh, we see an awkward-looking DDT from West when he counters a powerbomb attempt from Raul. But uh, this picks right back up when we see the shoving moonsault combo for two. Uh, at the end, Bronson Reed appears at ringside and splashes Santos into the plexiglass before Nash sends uh, Raul to the floor. Uh, he hits him with a drop kick before they hit end transmission on Wild for the win. Uh, Post-match, we see MSK celebrate the title win as Reed enters the ring to join them, and they all kind of raise their strap to end the show uh, this week. So, yeah, man, um, definitely an interesting show this week. Um, you know, it, it's – I don't know if they felt like they were going to be in the backswing of uh, whatever smoke settled from, you know, the uh, first live pay-per-view uh, for wrestling in Double or Nothing. They thought they had to bring it. But you know what? The triple threat, when it was announced, I knew it was going to be a banger. Uh, it brought way – I mean, it, it did a lot of heavy lifting in that first hour because, honestly, you know, Adam Cole's return – uh, to the CWC, Adam Cole, you know, everything he did uh, to try to place himself on that board to, to get closer to the title. Uh, and just his interaction with Cross, whether it was shoot or not, whether it was blurred or not, was just uh, incredible, I will say. And uh, I'm not mad at the announcement of it looks like somebody Grimes taking on LA Knight in your house as well. So that was good development. Um, some of the matches, I mean, I am wondering, like, why we need to see Mercedes versus, you know, uh, Zia Lee on a takeover um, and that could be like next week you know what I'm saying but we'll see uh, I'm excited to see how this goes because that fatal five way definitely raises my eyebrow through the roof but uh, that was NXT this week man see the only thing with that was is it I like how it shows how fearless he is and how confident he is right mm -hmm. the dominance and all that he's this warrior that that's this new look he got going on mm -hmm. But is it too much too soon? Like, sh would it rather be better planned out if he went through these guys single handedly? Well, I think that's what they'll probably do on the back end. I think he yeah, definitely yeah, that's will the, dominate, but I think everyone will get in each other's way. Yeah, it's that, just a matter of who takes the pin. I th think. That's what I was thinking because I'm thinking with this now you're kind of uh, creating a situation where now you have other storylines to come out of it between the other four guys. Yep. But I don't know if that necessarily needs to be a, a you know like. P. Dunn, I think, is, you know, I don't think he needs to be distracted by a side plot because other than that, they have nothing for him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he's um, been the one guy that's been, like, really calling his shot. Like, and, and Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's been one of the guys, uh, you know, besides Adam Cole just came back with that hellacious promo, like, just basically, like, not afraid to point his gun at him and aim at Cross. You know what I mean? So You don't scare nobody? Yeah, I mean, you know, with Gargano, he's, you know, he... <laughs> mm -hmm. He he, he well, he's he, got it coming though. He's there. I mean, he's effective. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know if he's uh, he gonna talk shit the cross head up like that. I mean, yeah. No. Not, not 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 unless he got uh you know the nah. arms of the of the way. Uh, I mean, AKA yeah. He he said what he said. Theory. I'm done with no man's done. <laughs> you know, maybe that was in the backstage pre-tape. So we're not pre-tape, but just the confines of being backstage for sure. So I just thought it was weird that hit hit squad or is it hit squad? Hit row. Hit row. That hit row showed up to do nothing. On nah, the show. Nah, nah, you know what I mean? That was, hit, that was weird. We talking about they, they hit the studio. Maybe you know they were saying? filming for 205. Who knows? I, I don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what, what what's good with that. I mean, I feel like 
they're kind of I'm not I, I like Hit Row, but I feel like they're featuring them a little bit too much already. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not just not go away or go home heat for me, but I think that less is more. Uh, with what they got, with, yeah. with, with their presentation, yeah, you got to spoon feed it. Yeah, I and think. I, and I think if you don't announce, they're gonna be like, if they just show up in a match, you're like, oh, okay, cool, heroes on this week. You know, what I mean, I think that that'll help a little bit. You know, build the intrigue and get people more attached to it for sure. I but, mean, they're, yeah. that's that's one stable that like they already got a shirt on NXT. Yeah, shop like it's crazy. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was that was the wrestling for the week, man. That was yeah. the news. That was the ups, the downs, the reviews, the uh, the papes. Yeah. Um, and you know we're gonna do our best to keep uh, you know our coverage up for this Friday night uh, dynamite yet again. Yeah. Um, I mean we're gonna get to the bottom of uh, these prediction uh, championship uh, count. I guess. I mean hopefully we'll have Mark on pretty soon. But I know we're gonna have to put in some more predictions. Not next week, but probably the week after as we uh, get ready for uh, in your house as well. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but that's I'll, two Sundays from now, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you know worth noting also, I believe it's if it's not the day this comes out, it's the Saturday. Uh, after the day after this, we will get the final actual confirmed location for SummerSlam. Yeah, they've been that. talking about Las Vegas, but then there's been some things because they yeah. had confirmed that they were going to do it on a Saturday of all days. Yeah, and there's a fight. Um, already, yeah, there's a Pacquiao right? fight. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the fact that it's a Pacquiao fight, people are going uh, in Vegas. Yeah, it's just no way. Yeah, I mean, not to say that they won't pack it. Uh, the place that they want to go. And not but, that they need the money, but that's a big financial L. Yeah, you know what I mean? So the, uh, I think we're going to figure out if they are going to be in Vegas. If it's still going to be in Vegas, just change a venue, change a day. I don't know what the situation is. So we are going to get information about that, uh, again, either uh, later today when this comes out or the day after on Saturday. I, I believe it's during like some card- some sort of race that they're doing. They're, 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 they're announcing gotcha. something. I don't know. Uh, but you know what? I do want to thank you guys for always doing what you do, and that's choosing us every week to uh, download your wrestling news and your info, man. I uh, love to be able to do this for you guys on, on a weekly basis. Uh, you know, I, I know you guys love the velvety voice. You know what I mean? Of course, we got the one and only hip hop hybrid. That's always you Beast. know ma- making a point over here, man. And uh, you know what it is. again, man, thank you guys as we get uh, yet one more episode closer to that actual official three years in uh, in rotation. You know, yeah, man. Uh, you know, we got this is uh I believe 155. Uh next episode, that's gonna be the 156th episode. I want to thank you guys for always rocking with us, man. Uh 52 weeks in a year times three. I mean yeah, man. I do math. Yeah. I do things. Steiner math. But thank you for always choosing us, man. And uh, if you haven't already, please support us on social media and everywhere you go to get your podcast. Uh social media, that is the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, that is Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, and backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook, and also hit us up. Uh, every Friday, we're dropping some of that Fireman. That's yes, going to be on, on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. That's going to be on iTunes. That's going to be on SoundCloud, CastBox, and also the good people at True 100 Radio. What is good, man? Check us out. We got a, a time slot every Friday as well. And uh, feel free to check me out, your boy. Uh, you know, I do the podcast thing, but, you know, I'm the, the rapper turned podcaster, as they say. Hey. Quincy Jones, go. I'm going to be dropping something soon. Uh, look out for the summer. Uh, I got to do it right, you know what I'm saying? I'm my boy Doc uh, with the perfect alley uh, lob, so man. to speak. So, uh, you know, can you just catch It's a Brothers of Destruction tour, man. You know, can, you know what I mean? Just, we, just I, keep I, a lookout for that, I'm you know? I'm going to kill the first half, and, uh, it, right? And yeah. then you're going to get the, the, the last, you know what I mean? Like, it's, we're doing it, it right all now. All I'm saying is, you know, if you need an introduction, check me out on Spotify, Quincy Jones Go. Please you know do it, mean? man. And, um, as if this man needs an introduction, I'm sure uh, the 15,000 have spoken. But uh, while you're at it, check out my man, Doc Lesnar, 
again, yeah. man. Anywhere and everywhere. You know what it is, man. He already said it today. The one and only hip-hop hybrid in existence in the world today. And that's in the worlds of hip-hop and pro wrestling, man. I talk about it every single week. And we are just doing so well, man. The numbers keep climbing. The numbers keep growing. You guys have been telling your moms, your dads, your cousins, your sisters, your brothers, your uncles, everyone. The cousins you didn't even know, man. The thing, like, it's a beautiful thing. The, the word of mouth. Like, like, straight up. Like, like honestly, I think the thousands and thousands of the Doc's followers and the Lesnar maniacs all around the world that have been keeping the train going. Because I even just checked right now, we are at 15,000 and a half. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy for me, man. Where so the keep 500 this... of y'all come at the beginning? Y'all came through at the beginning of this recording and shit. I'm telling you, man. But I'm it's a beautiful thing, man. It is. Now, great. I've been telling y'all, like I said at the very beginning of this beautiful podcast, I'm having a hard time keeping these streams down, daddy. I'm telling you about that. In the meantime, follow your boy on Instagram, on Spotify, of course. Get the album. This is awesome. It's available right now featuring Mega Ram, featuring Quincy Jones Go. It's everywhere you stream music. It's on Apple. It's on iTunes. It's on everywhere you stream music. I just told you that, man. SoundCloud every all the above title etc follow your boy at doc lesnar on instagram at doc lesnar or at doc underscore kgs pod for all things wrestling memes headlines and in between you guys know what it is and follow your boy at i'm doc lesnar on facebook and twitter in the meantime three words for him not this is awesome not double or nothing not weekly wrestling review and it's not in your house it is top guys out, out.